Gentlemen, this is Democracy Manifest. Excuse me, Mrs. Brinks? Yes, Nanette? Are you waiting to receive my limp podcast? Even Sakurai has gone off and said, hey, look. I wouldn't it's, really call this a fighting game. People, it's not. people, people around the world are calling this a fighting game. Uh, congratulations, but not me. <laughs> but not me. Everyone yeah, no. around the world is calling this a fighting game. I just have to do my duty and let them know that they're wrong. Well, that's yep. that's what he says. This is like I, I wouldn't call. It, he says, or oh, he hasn't really defined it either. He just goes, I really, I really call it a celebration of gaming. And it's like, but what game is it? What, what kind of game, game you, is it? What game are you celebrating? Well, Sakurai, obviously, but, well, it's, right. a, it's, so a what fighting, it's a party fighting game. No, no, no. What we do know is that it's not a fighting game. Yeah. That's what we do know. Well, we have this discussion. What we don't know well, it's is... it's also not a first-person shooter. So we're pretty safe to rule that one out. Mm, mm, he hasn't said it's not a first-person shooter. <laughs> well, there are some characters' final smashes that are technically first person shooters with Pit and Zero Suit Samus I have Dante using my chair as a scratching post behind me he has two scratching posters and wants fucking none of it yeah we can hear yep. or we can hear something yeah it's Dante making a bad mistake yeah so we know it's not fighting it's not a fighting yeah. game yeah we had this discussion during the game awards yeah yeah but now we had we a have, very lengthy discussion during the game awards about but how the last time it's the last time the last time he said this though people took it as no it was just poorly translated when like now we have it from the fucking the the cow's mouth that uh isn't it the horse's mouth i don't know fucking first animal i thought of uh i know that they're both big ass teeth and i'm not putting my hand near their mouth officially nintendo translators say that Sakurai has said that he believes it is not a fighting game. According to the Smash Bros. Direct as of the 16th of January 2020. My dog has figured out how to open my door. How? I don't currently... Because we're repainting the doors, so the, the actual like door knobs off. So she figured out that she can just walk into it to open it. Yeah, the, the dogs do that in general. It's not a surprise. I was thinking yeah. more of like, hey, look, it fucking latches onto the handle and uh, opens it up. And he goes, that's a fucking clever dog. She wants... Is your dog clever? <gasps> She's... Yeah, she actually is. She's very fucking clever. I've told you... Have I told you guys the story about how we left her at um, this lady who like does her grooming? We left her at her place because we had to go away for the weekend. We got a call from the fucking RSPCA saying, hey, we found your dog. Mm -hmm. so when we went over there to find out how she had gotten out turns out because this lady's house is on stilts the dog dug under her house and fucking escaped that way it dug under her house I can understand that but how the fuck like you sent it there for grooming yeah no we sent no. it there to be looked after oh I thought you said yeah, grooming no, no it's, it's the groom groomer's it house. is the groomer's house but they left it there for house sitting while they went away for the weekend Okay, because I can understand that how like a dog digging underneath the house because some fucking houses, like a a house my brother was renting a long time ago, was literally like there was a good half a meter 
raised because it was on like a uh, like a hill like it was basically a incline massive incline so like half the house is on land half the house is like been raised Mm. and you look underneath and you can see just like literal like brick pylons like i'm talking like two two bricks next to each other in like a row up as a fucking pylon to hold a house like bricks like regular fucking broken bricks that was fucking god awful to see Mm -hmm. no wonder why the house was fucking splitting in half oh yeah (laughs) <laughs> my current house at the moment is splitting in half because the fucking moron we got to uh, put in the veranda instead of putting in like actual support pillars he just put in metal tubes and filled them entirely with concrete so the veranda mm. is pulling itself away from the house because it's too heavy fuck yeah so, that's the what good I news see. is if an earthquake ever hits I'm running right out to the fucking veranda because nothing is bringing that thing down Nothing. I'm gonna bring it down. Give it up. On that note, introductions. What about them? We don't. Hello. Just do them. Oh, I tried to, but you just interrupted me. Hello, yep. everybody, and welcome to SV Cheats, a podcast about gaming and game-related symptoms. I am your host, Chris, and with me, I have me, Alex, and with us, we have the one and only Jaden. Not oh, ever doing put, that again. Look look at him put a little bit of flair on his fucking title. You couldn't a see the bit. finger guns. The I could hear the finger guns. <laughs> I heard something just go... Oh, I think it was like, click of the finger. You gotta have a bit of A. No, trust me, you, you, you could feel yay. the energy of the finger guns. <laughs> you know, is, that, is that a thing? Like, if you go... If I just go, A, can you like hear the finger guns through the A? Sort of. So it's like, what I'm talking about is like, when someone goes, hey, you can only imagine them doing finger guns at the same time. Yeah. It's like, if I was to do finger guns, the onomatopoeia would be A. <laughs> yeah. Not bang, just A. Like a, a. like in fucking Valkyria Chronicle style. Like pull the yeah. finger guns and A's just run <laughs> for some rise from the hands. <laughs> yeah. A. But yes. Oh, man. So it's been a uh, wild week in the world of gaming but i want to hear about your week jade oh fuck what have i done this week i was yeah, out all I... weekend that's why i can't remember what i did because i was doing oh, things um like a normal functioning member of society no didn't think so uh well the little bit of gaming i did was basically just monster hunter world got got back into slay the spire a little bit because i just realized a fourth character had come out i don't know when it's come out but i know it wasn't too recently (laughs) Mm. but i've just found out about it so yeah that's been fun and then yeah just running around doing monster hunter stuff that's about it nothing special really happening well it's like uh i have slay the spire i just haven't played it at all I got it from some sort of bumble bumble bundle deal. The bumble Jesus. handle. The the bundle handle. Where was the fumble bundle? Hold on, let's see bundle. if I can see when it comes up. Slay, Slay the Spire. I got it in August last year. Haven't played it since. Since I haven't played it at all. Yep. Uh, ain't that fantastic? You haven't played it since you got it, but you did play it before you got it. No. I haven't touched the game at all. No, I have zero. I haven't seen any gameplay of it. <laughs> all I do, all the only information I've heard 
is like sort of osmosis of just me hearing people talk about the game that's it but I hear it's good I hear a lot of people like it so but I'm not like a lot of people I hate a lot of things <laughs> yeah, but that's just that's just a cynical me just, Man, just I feel like, like I feel like I was talking to a guy uh, about this who went to a film school mm-hmm. and he's like I was talking to him like hey like you know has going to film school ever like ruined your viewing experience when it comes to movies because it's like i didn't go to film school but i became like really like i studied uh some cinematography and shit like that and finding out like what's done well and what's done bad has ruined my movie going experience and he's like yep well the first thing that our lecturer told us was if you enjoy watching movies get the fuck out because by the end of this course you're gonna hate a lot of movies it was like I feel that that's it's 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 harsh <laughs> truth it is harsh <laughs> truth because I can't watch movies anymore and go oh you know like I can't switch my brain off when watching a film anymore it's either like holy shit this is dumb this is stupid that looks ugly or that's done well that's great or fantastic yada 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 and it, I feel like my tastes for gaming are sort of going in the same direction which i which like i i like a well done game mm-hmm. but at the same time you feel like you're starting I feel to get like a little too cynical about games it's not just the cynicalism about games it's that people get so hyped when it comes to like skyrim cyberpunk uh the last of us and shit like that and i'm sitting here just going they're fine like then like this is not a game i'll fucking froth at the mouth like a mutt dog for like everyone i know outside of our discord is like fuck yes cyberpunk i'm going to take a month off work and literally fucking hook up a catheter to so i can never leave playing cyberpunk and i'm sitting there going like dude i don't even feel that way when a new resident evil game comes out <laughs> like, you get excited about something yeah i do get excited but it's not, it's not like to level like, like I'm gonna fucking take I'm gonna take a week off work and shit like that I was like yeah I'll take the day off if it's a game I've been looking forward to for ages but like when it comes down to it it was like I can't get excited about games the way I used to because I don't know I think the game industry has just burnt me one too many times oh yeah I feel that and I feel with like a self-perpetuated like cycle of hype it's like oh my god I watch this trailer oh my god it looks so fucking good and the game comes out it's like oh wow this is a mess this is shit what the fuck happened <laughs> and then there's that constant disappointment it's like I've just wasted my time yep. even though like and your money and money and that's the worst thing no one, no one likes wasting their time but no one likes wasting money oh yeah unless you Money's fucking unless you got more money than sense then yep. you're just a fucking idiot. Yep. But yeah, so uh, that's why I feel like with Slay the Spire, everyone's talking about Slay the Spire, how good it is. I'm like, it sounds fine. Like, I saw some screenshots of it. I haven't seen any gameplay of it. I'm like, people are talking about it. So I'm like, oh my God, this is the best fucking indie game to come out in so long. I'm seeing this going, is it really? 
Well, the thing is, how you put it is exactly how I'd personally think about it. It's fine. It's a pretty damn decent game. The damn decent game. Damn, damn decent. decent game. It's fun. Was it worth the I public like holiday? It. Probably not. Yeah, exactly. Like public holiday. I'm taking joking. a dig at Dragon Quest. Oh. Well, they 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 do feel well, the thing with Dragon Quest Holiday is like, hey, look, people are taking days off work and days off school anyway. We might as well fucking call it a holiday so, you know, production isn't fucking down the shitter for that day. We just yeah. put a cease to it all. But yeah, that's, mm. that's fucking the way Japanese people work. Them and their KFC for Christmas. Man, KFC for Christmas sounds like a fucking horrid idea. Wow. but it's a fucking KFC in Japan like you have to book months in advance for KFC at Christmas yeah this is what happens when you've got nothing to celebrate <laughs> first person to bring shit in is like yeah fucking this is this is how we do it now because I remember the story goes about how KFC um, basically had some sort of Christmas dinner special back in like the 80s or 90s and that shit just took off fucking fantastic for them but now like I'd fucking dread anyone working at KFC <laughs> I mean I dread that in the first place like that that, that line of work the fast food line of work Not has to you. suck yeah it, it definitely does suck for those poor people who are because involved because not only do you have to deal with like that handling people's brand. food and shit but you have to fucking deal with customers every hour, every minute of your working shift. There is rarely a time where you have don't have to deal with a customer. And that's got to blow. Like, fucking customers suck. I'm a customer and I suck. <laughs> All right? I, I understand this. But when it comes to, like, people having to deal with food, it's like, oh, man, this fucking... This burger doesn't have enough lettuce on it. I want my money back. And it's like fucking, and they have that policy of like the customer is always right, regardless. Yeah, man, no, fuck that. And it's like, oh my fucking, my coffee's too hot. <sighs> like you need to calm down, man. But like I said I, I work in hospitality. Uh, I don't have to deal with customers on a regular basis, but I do have to deal with customers every time I work, and they're fine. Like it's usually just like, here's your food and they're like cool bye and i'm like see ya and that's it sometimes they tell me stories sometimes they give me tips and it's very nice of them we, the worst part is when they give me like 10 cents tip and they try to make it like a big deal <laughs> like the other day i did a delivery and it's like the guy had 20 cents change and i'm like here's your 20 here's your change he goes oh no you can keep that that's that's for you and i just went thank you just <laughs> left <laughs> and then I threw that 20 cents in my car and I still don't know where it is <laughs> but yeah my boss is like hey just you know just leave the uh, 20 cents in their letterbox and I'm like yeah but then they know it's me because <laughs> that's cause like me leaving a calling card it's like yeah, hey the, here's my card the, and they're like nah you can keep it and I'm like alright then and put the, my card in their fucking letterbox and I'm like who's this fuck it no they'll know it's me and then next time i come they'll be even more stingy about the shit yeah and that's that's the issue is that you're gonna see them again yeah oh shit yeah 
but then we have some real retarded customers but that's a fucking story for another time alex how was your week uh my week was pretty average really like 100 percent, absolutely fucking average just you know gacha games and shit the usual fucking no surprise there uh play some monster hunter that was it that was about it yep fucking nothing out of the ordinary jesus christ your your weeks are boring i mean my week's not that different so mainly my week has been spent playing doom 2016 because Mm. one it's a fucking great fps game uh two i saw some speed runs at uh awesome games done quick recently as well as like the doom the new doom trailer coming out got me like super hyped for it so i started playing doom again yeah doom and i beat it yeah and i beat doom on its hardest difficulty not ultra nightmare that's a that's a whole new challenge in itself one thing i am super surprised about is that there is no real visible achievement for completing the game on ultra nightmare or nightmare difficulty Hmm. there's only one achievement tied to it which is complete the first level on ultra nightmare difficulty and then that's it that's the only thing that deals with nightmare difficulty you do have a hey complete this game on like on these difficulties but it has nightmare difficulty tied into it here knee deep in the dead complete the campaign on i'm too young to die hurt me plenty ultra violence or nightmare mode so you can beat the game on I'm Too Young to Die and still get that achievement. But then there's uh, a toe in the mad list, complete the UAC on Ultra Nightmare. And after that, like I could, I beat the game on Nightmare difficulty and you don't get like a visible achievement for it. And you can beat the game on Ultra Nightmare and you still won't get anything to show for it other than the fact that you beat it you kind of have to screenshot your progress Mm. one thing that also sucks about doom 2016 is i'd say half the achievements for the game uh, yeah yeah half the achievements for the game are multiplayer multiplayer only Uh, and doom's multiplayer was dead on arrival yeah no one played the multiplayer but no one's playing the multiplayer now i fucking sat waiting for a match uh just to see if i can score some multiplayer achievements for doom 2016 couldn't find anything in any lobby i'm kind of surprised the the lack of server selection for the pc like you you stuck in searching for game lobbies rather than server selecting yeah like he's doing like quake and unreal tournament but it's not there now you have to you essentially have to wait and hope fucking six or so people pair up like a lot of people playing doom they're just playing the single player campaign that's it the only interesting part about the game is single player campaign the multiplayer the guns feel fucking terrible um yeah like if you go from playing the campaign to the multiplayer you're gonna have the most unrealistic expectation of your weapons ever like i sit there i like the super shotgun can murder murder fools in close range in multiplayer close range double like double shotgun is like 30 damage Ooh. yeah like and the spread is even wider and the reload is even slower 
it is horrible i spent like a good fucking like almost the entirety of my assault rifle just shooting at a guy and it just taking chips like little chips off of him and I'm like fuck me man the only instant the only weapon in that multiplayer mode of doom that acts like the single player is the chainsaw chainsaw is a one-hit kill (laughs) but you only have ammo to kill four people and that's it and the chainsaw is a special drop that is marked on the map in which everyone knows where the chainsaw is and and everyone can go get the chainsaw yeah so it's a it's a sort of power play but you kind of have to use the useless weapons to make sure that you're the one that gets the chainsaw yeah but yeah so doom doom 2016 is really fun i've been streaming it uh as well so you know if you check out my stream you can you know at uh leviathan 0010 on twitch you'll be able to see some doom stuff i'm thinking about putting like a playlist on our channel just for archived uh streams that we do mm-hmm. okay just to have a little side thing uh what else have i been playing uh try to do fucking dark souls free continue that run but something seems to be like there's there's an issue with dark souls free right now in which it is crashing my computer in its entirety oh that like, doesn't seem good yeah like no, no it does it's not. not a soft crash it's a straight up like hard crashed like nothing's fucking reacting and it like it happening at random intervals like it crashed my pc three times once when i started the game once when i was playing the game and once when i tried quitting out of the game now this is over like a four hour not four hour about two to three hour uh gameplay of dark souls 3 and i checked everywhere no one's talking about it i update graphics cards i you know deleted it and reinstalled it and it still did it like i don't know why it's doing it and there's no information about what could be doing it coming out so i don't know how to fix it the only thing i can think that is the problem is that it's a patch which a patch has been released in between in between the time i was playing it last and when i played it recently when the crash has started so there is fucking nothing i can do until I'll, i don't think there's anything i can do until a new patch is released and then i can see if that works then so but until the moment, then you just kind of stuck going well uh can't really yeah. play this i can't i can't play this as much as i want to i i, I can't do anything about it which sucks because i want to i want to finish dark souls 3 in a dlc but i can't because fuck but, you that's why yeah and then other than that i've started the witcher 3 for like the seventh time <laughs> I don't know why, but Witcher 3 seems like a fun game. And then every single time I start the game, I'll get a couple missions in and then I'll just move on to something else and then completely forget about it. And then yeah. just... And this has happened so many times with The Witcher 3. Like, it is fun to play. When I play it, I am enjoying myself. I am having fun. <laughs> and then you just but then stop as soon, playing it. As soon as I put it down, it's like it fucking just wiped from my memory. <laughs> doesn't exist the only reason why I, no, only reason why I gave The Witcher 3 another shot recently is because I was having a look at the TV show TV shows are right it's not fantastic but it is fine like mm. what's his name Henry Cavill yeah yeah Henry Cavill yeah does like a great 
uh, great Geralt. It does, or as my friend calls him, Jerry of the River. What? Jerry of the River. I, I don't get the reference. Is that is that a reference? You know, was it Geralt of Rivia? Yeah, Geralt of Rivia. Yeah. Why is he Gerald of the River? He's known as Jerry of the River. Why is he Jerry of the River? Because he's Geralt of Rivia. Get it? It's no. dumbing down everything to its... <laughs> if I have to explain it, it makes it not funny, so you're going to have to guess. I get it. I'm not laughing, but I get it. Yeah. I had a good chuckle. I'm like, friend Jerry of the River. I'm like, who? Geralt of Geralt. Geralt. I keep saying Geralt. It's Geralt. Geralt. Gary. No, it's Geralt. <laughs> Geralt. Ger- Jerry. Gary. Uh, sexual Seinfeld. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, that's been my. Oh, and I tried playing Doom 3, in which there was a lot of things I needed to fix. Good thing I clicked on the discussions page because everything. All the, most of the topics I saw on the discussions page was how to fix X, Y, and Z because X, Y, and Z need to be fixed. Otherwise, this ain't happening. For, for some reason, the full screen isn't actually full screen. It is a window which acts like a full screen, but it isn't a full screen. So you have a small like executable box which the game is playing in, and that's full screen. I'm like, no, I want you to be full screen. <laughs> but I am like no I can see, I can clearly see my fucking desktop no you can't I'm full screen but I can not mm. so Doom 3 <laughs> BFG edition uh, had a lot of tinkering with and by the time I finished tinkering with it I played like a minute and stopped and I was like man I'm too tired from this <laughs> spent all that time fixing it for nothing I was like I was like, oh no oh, we'll be picking it back up it's just like I spent so much time trying to figure out how to fix shit like by the time I actually fix it I'm like alright I, I need a break I'm going back <laughs> and then I tried fucking Bulletstorm in which so Bulletstorm full clip edition that needs a fucking mouse fix because the sensitivity on that shit is just ballistic it's like fucking it's a bit whack it's how I imagine an ADH kid without his medication would be it's just fucking Look, you can look right behind you if like one small swipe of the mouse Jesus yeah it's that fucking and I turn the sensitivity down to zero that, zero that's, <laughs> that's the minimum sensitivity and this is the minimum sensitivity and here I am just going fucking left and right like a you know like I just railed a fucking eight ball I don't know why it's that higher sensitivity, but it's fucking. I guess that's it. That's how that's how we do. So fuck, fuck them, fuck them, and then I'll I'll fix it some other time. <laughs> okay. Oh, there was the other game, the fucking. Now, who here remembers uh, the the classic game made by Grasshopper Studios called Let It Die? Um, no, I do not. Me it was either. a free-to-play Souls-like game on the PlayStation 4 exclusively, and was that the game ca- with the the Grim Reaper riding a skateboard? Yep. Oh, okay, yeah, I remember it now. I still That's don't know Uncle what you're Uncle Death, Uncle Reaper. I think his name is. I don't fucking. They they make they try to make him super cool. And I was like, okay, I don't care about you. <laughs> the one thing I don't like about that game is, hey, I made Hannah Bontana in let it die and there's 
when I say made, I use the term made very loosely. I just mm. picked one of the preset characters that looked like Hannah the most and then ran with that. And I'm like, cool. And then I fucking, you know, bouncing around as well, left, right, up and down, all the fucking fancy trimmings. And then I killed... And it's like, oh no, these guys are bad. You're pretty much dead. And I killed them both. I fucking murked them both. They both had it coming. And I'm sitting there going, fuck yeah. And then it pulls me into a cutscene. I went what's wrong now and then a sniper just kills my character right there <laughs> and i just went huh is this gonna stick is this what you do okay it's it's sticking get fucked all right how dare you how dare you how dare you how, <laughs> how dare you? you could all go to hell i fucking can't remember a speech a street so, fucking you, retired, but so yes. you did enjoy that did you well i i I like Let It Die because it is a different take on the Souls-like experience and it is that sort of weird aspect of it which I'm like no nah, I can I can dig this I hate fucking Uncle Def or whatever his name is because he is so obviously like it's like a 50 year old for this is what the kids <laughs> think is hip and cool yeah they want Dr. Death giving you all the fucking, you know, riding a skateboard with the googly glasses that you get from mad TV magazines. They want all that shit. I'm like, fucking... But that's the only aspect which I'm like, this sucks. Oh, so everything Area else pla- is pretty cool. Everything else is pretty cool. Except... Like enemies and cool. uh, fucking some of the characters and stuff. It's like, it's pretty cool. And then you have like Uncle Death. And he's like, oh, look at me. I'm fucking so hip to it. Like, you know that fucking scene with, um... Oh, who's yeah, that? hip and getting jiggy with it. Yeah. yeah. The, the old guy, the... I'm trying to remember his name, but he goes up to like, Hey, fellow school kids. He's got oh, that. Fucking, what's his name? Don't know, but I know the meme. Oh, I'm going to try and figure it now, because, uh... I know they have a big photo of his face in Pat's there, that stream. Um, hi, cool kids old man let's see if that works out yep how do you do fellow kids yeah um try for a name because but it hurts stop it yeah i know but like (laughs) i want to i want to figure out i want to find out because for some reason willem dafoe's name i definitely know it's not willem dafoe willem dafoe willem dafoe Willem <laughs> Dafoe. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool is, he, is he a rapper now? Yeah, Willem Dafoe. How fucking that? You can have that one for free. That's my gift to you. That's my gift to you. Fucking. Oh no, I'm looking. I I know. He'll be in the cast for Con Air because I know he's a. Uh, Steve Buscemi. There we go. There we go. <laughs> How do you do, fellow kids? It's kind of how they picture Uncle Death is how do you do, fellow kids? He's even got the skateboard and everything. There you go. (laughs) Fucking Let It Die. If Let It Die had a live-action movie, fucking Steve Buscemi would play Uncle Death. Perfect. So now that we've got that out of the way... (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, and that's just been my week, really. Like, I don't think... 
I've done anything else except like edit a lot of footage and uh yeah just regular tidy stuff so streaming um I've been streaming now that my sister's been streaming more often like my sister's gotten into streaming like streaming video games because she's like fucking successfully infiltrated the speedrunning community <laughs> successfully infiltrated it she's well, telling me like there's a girl here but the weirdest part is like she found a lot of speedrunners that live in Adelaide which is weird really yeah like a whole bunch of speedrunners that like actually live in Adelaide I was like how <laughs> It's like, no, it's fucking, they were running Resident Evil so I was watching their shit because she, she's like super hyped for uh, Resident Evil remake uh, so she started watching Resident Evil speedruns and I'm like okay and then she's telling me like oh you know I'm telling my friends about you doing your whole stuff I'm like yeah okay cool and then that was the end of that and then she started streaming but uh, since she only has a PlayStation 4 and Xbox and only PlayStation streams Twitch, uh, she's doing like Until Dawn and stuff like that. So I'm gonna mm. come down to her house with like a, my capture card and we'll, and we'll actually do some original Resident Evil. But that's when she has fucking, when we both have time free to, for me to come around because so might be we while. both, might be a while. Cause yeah, mm. she has like two kids and a full-time job. So <laughs> that'll be very difficult. So yeah, that's my week. Now we can jump right into the noose. The noose. The yeah. noose. All right. Fucking first thing on everybody's mind is fucking all the game delays that have been happening. Oh yeah. There was, Every yeah, game. A couple of them. One or two or twelve. One or two or twelve, give or take thirteen. Yeah so a lot of games have been fucking delayed recently uh new ones to mind uh final fantasy uh cyberpunk and uh not dead space uh fucking what is it called uh dying light 2 dying light 2 i think dying light 2 got it the worst though Wait, because i got the worst uh because it's been delayed indefinitely Ooh. yeah everyone else is like oh we've been delayed to this this and this Dying Light 2 said yeah we've delayed we've, it's delayed and haven't given a time frame how long is it delayed to till it's ready it was meant to come out uh, spring 2020 so next you know next couple of months but uh yeah fucking they said uh, we need more time and that seems to be everyone who's delayed games like hey we need more time to polish it up to yeah. which people as I was have discussing, realized that they need to pull their head out of their ass yeah like as we were discussing this with uh Jaden the other day is like a lot of, a lot last year a lot of games came out fucking half baked and they got their up up and comings for releasing a half baked game like for example obviously the worst offenders are anthem and fallout 76 but they had like anthem and fallout 76 well knew that their game was going to be released in this state they just obviously didn't think like the backlash would have caused this severity of a reaction to the point where like they lost a lot of money 
Mm. Same thing with Ubisoft. Ubisoft had lost so much money releasing half-baked games that they straight up delayed all their catalog of their upcoming games to work on them to make sure they're up to scratch. What? Because they rather, idea. yeah. Because I'm guessing they would rather not have that negative press of sh- a fucking shit game coming out, and rather have like a polished game come out and have the demerits of the game be judged as a game, not in the fucking shitty state that it's in. Because that that seems to be like a major offender when it comes to release games. Like, hey, is the game fucking half baked and broken upon release? Yeah, it's shit game doesn't doesn't matter how good the game could be it's a shit game because it's broken yeah if you're gonna release the game release it you know finished you only have one release you only have one release and if you release it fucking bad and broken that's the score it's going to keep forever it's not going to get re-reviewed once it's fixed no you release it as is and that's the score it's going to get Mm -hmm. so that's why I have a feeling all these games have been like delayed just because they want to make sure it comes out uh, nice and tidy and you know good. So the main ones, uh, Doom Eternal was delayed from last year to March this year, what, and they said like we're not happy with March? the co- the twentieth of March. Yes, and they're saying like we're just not happy with its current quality right now. We need more time to get it polished. We hope you understand. And I'm like. I'm, I'm in the boat of like hey release it good yeah like take the time you need release it good because yeah. i'd rather have a good game on release than a shitty one and then fixed up yeah we, we... the same thing like uh monster hunter iceborne got released in a in a terrible state but was fixed almost instantly but the thing is its release was still noticed and people still went hey what the fuck guys yeah like the fact that they jumped on it so quickly is probably what saved it yeah absolutely Be- like, like because if it, if it was still broken to this day they would lose so much money yeah and like we were talking about it was entirely a release issue like Iceborne's mm. a good game but and Monster Hunter World is a good game hell it's a fucking great game as I've said I've been playing a bunch of it but you can't argue that it has a lot of issues and yeah. most of them have been port issues um it's not that the game itself is having a lot of problems hmm. it's that the pc port is having a lot of problems and yeah so i i think and i suspect personally that a large portion of that is just the team that's on it doesn't know how to properly use PC. Yeah. Well, the way that I see it is that the people, like, the Montana crew was 100% console, even handheld console, majority of it, handheld console release before this big one. So, obviously, moving from a handheld console onto like a more sophisticated uh like a more sophisticated system like you got your pc which has thousands of different parts that all talk to each other and thousands of different combinate millions of different combination yeah, of parts I that all talk to more, each other more the point it's drivers and hardware aren't consistent mm. and that's the thing like 
there isn't consistency but so it's hard to go from a handheld system which has a very set amount like especially with nintendo a very set amount of stuff and hardware to your playstation 4 your xbox one and your pc so uh since primary like your resident evil and demo cry since they've been releasing games for pc uh for a long time those people are very well equipped with pc builds for those games monster hunter is not and i can understand this but it doesn't excuse it yeah so but because since monster hunter is capcom's biggest seller i can see them pulling people off uh the cap uh for the resident evil team and the uh demo cry team once those games are pretty much done and dusted for the pc stuff and pulling them over to the monster hunter team going all right we're going to teach you a thing or two and this is how we're going to fucking do it so that would make much more sense i think that'd be a smart thing to do yeah because obviously you don't want to pull these people off the projects and put them onto monster hunter you want to teach the monster hunter team so they are able to do it Mm -hmm. especially since monster hunter world's been out for how long now? I honestly don't know. I think about a couple of weeks. Monster Hunter no, World, in general. not Iceborne. I'd say like two years. Oh, Monster two Hunter years. World. Yeah, two years. Um, yeah, and they do plan on keeping it running for a while. Yeah, mm. because one, this is a straight up bread and butter maker. Bring, brings home the bacon. It is their biggest seller by far. And like it, it definitely shows that there's an interest in this IP. Uh, one year, almost exactly to the day. Oh no, shit! Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was of, one. Or uh, two I know. Years. Sorry, two years. Two yeah. years exactly. I still think we're twenty nineteen. We're in twenty twenty now. Fucking hell! Two years, almost exactly to the day. Because it came out on the twenty sixth of January. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, there's that. But yeah, like a, a shitty release just the game suffers completely at it that's it nothing more nothing less the game suffers the most so making the release good will will fix things up and that's why all these people that's why i think all these companies are delaying the games because they now found out that people just aren't fucking taking shit games for releases anymore they're they're not going to put up with it and so people are all right we need so so many games totally understandable yeah so so many games have been like delayed but at the same time like i i am glad a game has been delayed because i hope it doesn't always mean better results but i hope better results come of it yeah so big games that got delayed uh doom eternal last of us part two uh, everything ubisoft's touching <laughs> final fantasy 7 remake got delayed to april 10th to which is fucking a travesty to anyone who pre-ordered a physical copy in australia because that is good friday and that's public holiday and no shops are open on public holidays yep you actually need a special grant from the government to be open on public holidays yeah it's it's not just they can't say hey let's go and just be open so people won't pick this up no that's not an option they have yeah i believe See, the fact that it's coming out April 10th on Good Friday on a public holiday means probably either they're ever going to give you the game 
like at a at like early. I highly doubt that. I Very much doubt that. Or you're going to have to pick it up afterwards, in which that would infuriate a lot of people unless EB Games and uh, JB Hi-Fi can get that grant to be open public holiday. Uh, then, yeah, I am not too sure that what's going said, on. I, but I also just got a half sit by the, uh, the feeling of, fuck it, you know, that's just what happened and it sucks to be us. Yeah. Yep. But I'll buy it digitally. But yeah, Final Fantasy's been, you know, delayed. Cyberpunk 2077's been delayed to September, in which, like, even... That's the weird thing. It was meant to be releasing April 16th, and they delayed it, like... April, May, June, July, what was it? They delayed it five months, and they said crunch is still going to happen. So Mm -hmm. just imagine the state Cyberpunk 2077 would have came out if it was released April 16th if they still have to crunch for five months to get the game out. That is ridiculous. Yeah. I think it's just, just ridiculous. It's so, not yeah. ideal, that's for certain. Mm-hmm. Uh, next thing on the topic, I forgot to put this in on our docket, but I completely remembered of a... This is all rumoured leaks for the new PlayStation 5. Ooh, oh boy, rumored, we just love rumors. Is it still the pizza heater? So there is some merit. The there is some merit to uh, what they said in some of the stuff, um, in which. So basically, I'll read the the header for it. The following info I'm sharing in this thread is from a Sony Interactive Entertainment memo that was sent to me by someone who has relations with Sony Sony Interactive Entertainment Europe. The memo was serious highlights of what's to come from Sony Interactive Entertainment and the PlayStation brand for the rest of 2019 and 2020. While I could upload and share actual documents for my own safety, I can't post a memo document and publicly, but I will summarize the details of that memo. Don't go beyond this thread if you'd like to be surprised for these announcements. So, he says uh, Sony's going to skip uh, E3. So, this was made... Before that announcement happened. Yeah. Yeah, this was made... Because we all we all know by now Sony's skipping E3. Yeah, this was made in September of last year. Okay. Uh, Sony's skipping E3, and we're having a PlayStation experience. Uh, last of Us media event will be held at at a state of play. Uh, basic presentations. Next PlayStation meeting will take place January twenty second at the Sony Hall venue located in Times Square, New York. That's the same place where they announced the PlayStation 4. But at the same time, like anyone could fucking sort of guess that. Mm. Uh, certain aspects of the console include console's design, the controller, the DualShock 5 hardware, software features, and a launch window. They are aiming for October 2020. Uh, they will also present some upcoming games for the platform. Uh, they say Ghost of Tsushima, Death Stranding's Definitive Edition, Final Fantasy VII Remake, and a new IP from Sony Inter- Interactive Entertainment Japan Studio. Some of the launching titles along the PlayStation 5 are Last of Us 2, and also coming a remastered port for of Last of Us, but slated for 2021 release. Now, what else is there? Uh, they'll go hands-on in the PlayStation 5 
for the PlayStation 5 console and go by tech demos and features. New IPs will be key focus of PlayStation 5 software. Uh, da, da, da. Naughty Dog, yeah, we know that. Alongside Last of Us, two major IPs from Sony and Interactive Entertainment are making a comeback to form of a new brand installments, new Wipeout, Ape Escape, and etc. etc. Uh, they are planning to sign deals with third party indies, which has already been happening. Uh, they'll be holding a PlayStation Showcase conference, including a post conference stream, which will be live on Twitch and YouTube, featuring developer interviews and live game places. Uh, the new slogan for the PlayStation 5 is time it's time to play uh, more details revealed through the social media state of play thing with jig and doing this will help maintain the price they're aiming for $500 USD for the PlayStation 5 5 well that what will probably yep. end up being like 700 for us uh, yeah here in now Australia now us, the one thing that gives this merit is the fact that uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment Europe had changed their Twitter bio to "It's time to play." Okay, right. So that's what gave it merit. So that that's what gives it the merit. It's the only thing we can sort of correlate between the two, mm. and but that seems to be about it when it comes to that. Like, there's not a lot of information. Yeah. So I'll put it, I'll put it a thing in effect. Like, it's... basically, they did change... Like, I don't know if fucking... Uh, so, if Sony... Whoever manages the media at a Sony PlayStation Europe, uh, you know, knew about the leak or anything like that, but it is evident that this had predicted this back in september and they've changed it now to it's time to play uh so yeah th th that's that's the only thing that gives it merit we can say that maybe what this there is what it not doesn't guarantee shit but it does say maybe what this guy is saying there is some merit to his stuff there is mm. there's some things that could be true there's some things he's probably pulling out of his ass it could be completely false it could be completely true it's hard to tell oh, well, they also say that the playstation story. 5 is meant to be backwards compatible all the way back to the playstation 1 excluding the vita <laughs> but right. that makes it makes that, sense because that is a bit of a stretch no, that much that's backwards not, compatibility. No, that's not a bit of a stretch because PlayStation um, Sony had uh, trademarked uh, software in back like potential software for backwards compatibility. So this was the, the PlayStation Five having backwards compatibility all the way to the PlayStation One is not a stretch. Like, I'm still very skeptical of it because where was this release found? Four chan wait release. <laughs> leak where was this leak found 4chan yeah th there you go that's all the skepticism you need fucking I'm not, 4chan I'm not saying it is true I'm saying it's a possibility he's it's saying, true he's saying there's a good chance well yeah there was also the possibility that the uh, Diablo game according to 4chan there was also the possibility that the Diablo game was going to be the world's first medieval looter shooter yes but that that leak had nothing to confirm with it whereas we shit. have a slight confirmation Correlation. Pa parallels the link yeah. to the uh, 
to a Twitter handle that had been changed. Yes. And that's enough to get people frothing at the mouth like mutt dogs. Of course it is. No. Oh, no, like, people, people will fucking latch on that and think it's all true. But, like, it, for me, it's like, it could be true, it could be not. But at the same mm-hmm. time, you can't deny the fact that they they predict or they didn't predict but they said that the, the slogan for the playstation 5 is going to be it's time to play it's yep. time to duel it's time to it's time to do yeah if the playstation 5 is backwards compatibility like all the way back to the playstation 1 then that is a serious game changer it makes it is essentially almost guaranteeing it being the most popular console, console in the world yeah yeah that it, yeah, would pretty much do it yeah because anyone who wants a playstation 4 playstation 5 yeah. anyone who wants to play playstation 3 games playstation 5 anyone 5. who wants to play the first metal gear solid on the playstation 1 PlayStation you can literally five. run through the entire metal gear franchise on a single console now. for the yeah. first time ever yep yeah like and that's the thing if this is true that is that is just that almost guarantees it being the most popular console of all time it will it will easily surpass the playstation 2 because fucking it like playstation 2 is a massive seller but what if you could play something that plays playstation 2s and the latest games that come out then it's a no-brainer and plus for like i'd say 500 dollars to play PlayStation's entire catalog minus the PS Vita games, I can understand why PS Vita games are not in, in, included. It's because of touch controls. Like, mm. you, you, like you could probably simulate touch controls with like the uh, touch pad thing on the front, but even then, like they would need to refine that really well to get proper touch controls going so yeah like but yeah it, me be, like right now i had that already i've got a playstation 4 that plays all the playstation 4 games and i have a ps3 that plays all my playstation 1 2 and 3 and psp games and i have a playstation vita which plays everything else in between mm-hmm. so like if i was to get a playstation 5 like why would i I'd just sell my playstation 4 and use the money for that towards a playstation 5 because if it can play all the PlayStation 4 games I have, then what's the point of me keeping a PlayStation 4? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And at that point, but that, like but Sony... If you can do that, then you might as well sell your PlayStation 3 as well, right? No. I'm not selling my PlayStation 3 because that's modified. That's fair. Yeah. And yeah, but the reason you... why I would keep it is because the playstation store unless it gets some serious revision uh, a lot of games that i want to play aren't available in the australian playstation store that sounds about right like remember how i complained to fucking sony about silent hill not being on the australian playstation store to the point where i fucking got into an argument with some sony guy over there and then a week later silent hill appears on the playstation (laughs) store I'm not even kidding. That's I. I feel I am responsible for that. You you want to take responsibility for that? Because no shit, Silent Hill was not on the Australian PlayStation Store, and it's been that way for the longest time since the PlayStation Australian PSN Store came out. 
been that way for the longest time. And I'm like, I'm gonna fucking send a letter. Sent a letter, and they're like, oh, can you, like, if you want to discuss it, they basically said, oh, you know, thank you for getting back to us. If you want to discuss this further, please contact this number. So I did. And mm-hmm. I was talking to some guy about it, and he was just giving me lip. <laughs> I was like, isn't, I was, I was getting fucking annoyed with him, but I was letting him know, like, what the fuck was going down. But, and, oh man, he was just, I'm like, dude, are you, he was just fucking going at me and I was going at him. <laughs> and then a week later, he actually, like, not even, I don't even think it was a week. I think it was like five days later, Silent Hill just appears on the Australian PlayStation Store out of nowhere. Like, out of nowhere. No other games were added that I could find. Just Silent Hill. Yes, it nigga. So I, I, I feel like... This. Yeah, it was like, the way that I see it is I can understand if there's a licensing issue. But at the same time, I, I, I don't know about how licensing works when it comes to, like, specific locations. But I can only imagine the developer benefiting by letting more regions access Silent Hill. Yeah. I, I can understand it would need to go through, like, some sort of, like, uh, approval with... Um, like the uh, fucking what you call it uh, ratings board but Silent Hill's already been rated in Australia yeah so that's kind of so it's already been it's already been rated it's just not available to us and the issue with because I'm buying it for the PlayStation Vita issue is yeah I can make an American account but I have to use a different memory card in order to sign in to a different uh, to, to a different PSN account to which then every time you put a new card in with a new account you have to format that card it is stupid otherwise i wouldn't fucking worry i would just make an american account and i'll buy some fucking american playstation money online and just do it that way but no you have to use a different memory card and when you sign for each account and using a different memory card for a different account you have to format that card for some unknown reason it is infuriating I'm like dude where the fuck is like Parasite Eve like Parasite Eve 2 was on the on the store Parasite Eve 1 is not now Parasite Eve is Parasite Eve 2 was done by Squaresoft Parasite Eve 1 was done by Sony Interactive Entertainment and I'm like dude where the fuck is the game and it's like oh fucking <laughs> we don't know and that was the end of that. I'm like, fuck it. So, so getting a modifying my PS3 and my PS Vita just so I can play. Like, if you won't let make the games available for for me to buy, then I am just going to pirate them. Yeah, it's it's pretty simple. That's like, fair. I I am willing to give you good money for this, but you won't even let me give you money for it. So I'm just going to get it. Like I, as I said, I don't mind you fucking bringing. Like, if you were to charge me ten dollars for Parasite One, I'd buy it. I fucking buy it in a heartbeat. But you're not even giving me that option to purchase Parasite E from you, even even after me going, hey, look, I'll give you money. I'll suck your dick. <laughs> I will suck your dick. And it's like, wow, not too sure about that. No, this is a fucking blowjob for free. Like, all you need to do is put this game on the store do that oh, I don't know that doesn't sound like I get something out of this you fucking what mm. so yes if you don't make 
this is why we had this discussion like a while ago, a while ago on one of our earlier podcasts was about how piracy does provide a better service than some people out there yeah we're not yeah. we're not condoning piracy in saying it's the right thing to do but we are you know it's totally logical that people do it especially yeah. um I know a large reason why movies in particular get pirated heaps in Australia is because, like, mm. for example, our Netflix library is, I think, 30% of the American, American, American Netflix library. So, and yeah. when, you know, we're trying to watch something that's only on American Netflix, but they've got the licensing rights to it so we can't access it, our choices are literally try and do some bullshit with a VPN which has all these other issues and possibly extra costs or pirate it yep as I said we are willing to give you money for this but you say no more than happy to give you money for this but fucking here we are yeah and I said like when it comes to games like I'm not saying hey pirate stuff like if for example Killzone 3 now, Gorilla launched, uh, um, put up a patch for Killzone 3, which fucking broke it, made it unplayable. I had physical disc of Killzone 3 that I couldn't play because the patch they put, the latest patch they put for Killzone 3, broke the fucking game, made it unplayable to the point where they're like, okay. Um, I guess as an apology for this, we'll make the multiplayer free until the servers go down, which is in a couple of months. Have well. fun. So they didn't they didn't fix Shit. the patch. They didn't fix the game. They just made a separate game for the multiplayer only, which was only alive for a couple of months until the servers went down. So Gorilla just straight up like it's abandonware. Killzone 3 is straight up abandonware. So the only way I was able to play Killzone 3 was that I had to download, pirate a version of Killzone 3 pre-patch to play it. Because Gorilla straight up went, we don't care. Mm. They straight up, they either did something going, uh, we don't care, to, uh, we don't care enough to fix it, or we've fucked it up beyond fixing. So they literally made a separate EXE for the multiplayer only and then had that up on the store. So it's like, if, the, if their, their version of Killzone 3 is broken, thus piracy providing a better service. Just like when uh, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate came out. Mm. They had the game up on pirate sites like two weeks before the game was released. And Nintendo did nothing, like, they didn't do anything that would stop it, nor would they release the game. Like, because people were already out playing the game, and people who paid for the game still couldn't play it. So, thus, piracy providing a better surface. Even, um, fucking, uh, what's his name? Guy from Steam, head honcho of Steam. Gabe, Gabe Newell. Uh, Gabe Newell? Yeah. yeah. Even Gabe Newell says, like, yeah, piracy does sometimes provide a better service than well, no, what, storefronts. What, what he said was, is if you're creating a storefront, 
like a an online storefront you are competing with pirates as if they were a no 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 he actually said piracy provides a better service as if they are a competitor and people will go and pirate things if pirates are giving a better service better service yeah because as I said we especially with games that don't provide demos the only the only entry fee you have is the full fit fucking fee and then if you don't like it you have to kind of fight to get your fucking money back that's why I think piracy is a good thing for demoing a game to see if you like it or not because games these days barely come out with demos I rarely see actual demos for like titled game like real big title games that people can test out the game and play because i got the feeling it's like yeah that 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 is a fucking mess of a demo or that is a mess of the game that you just want people to buy into but you can't but like get to a point where they can't refund it and i do wish there were more demos around Mm. which would bring us into our next article it would does yes Nintendo eShop pre-orders cancellation case in Germany dismissed. Oh, so I there was a case that. in Germany in which uh, people uh, people were bringing it against uh, Nintendo about not offering refunds for pre-orders that they uh, that they obviously changed their mind about. Um, so yeah, apparently they filed like a big thing against Nintendo about making pre-orders for digital purchases, and the court ruled in favor of Nintendo saying no mm. you it's not allowed you're not allowed to get a refund for it yeah, so well, norwegian they're, consumer they're not, it's more more accurately they're not breaking any laws by saying mm. that so yes yeah, in yeah. germany uh, so the norwegian consumer Con- council alleged that not allowing people to cancel digital pre-orders broke consumer rights uh directive laws that state people had the right to cancel a pre-order at any time Nintendo issued a statement saying the European eShop was fully compliant with the European laws relating to the, the statutory, statutory rights of consumers. The mm-hmm. NCC stated that Nintendo's guidelines said all purchases were final. When Nintendo claimed it was fine, it claimed it was fine if the performance had begun with the consumer's prior express consent and with the acknowledgement that he will lose his right of withdrawal once the contact has been fully performed by the trader. So, yeah, they essentially won in cancelling this. So I'm not too sure how this would fly elsewhere, but uh, they're filing an, an appeal for it. Um, but I can understand that they'll file an appeal for it because, it, well, at the same time, Nintendo is within the guidelines in Europe, so I don't see this flying anywhere else. Hmm. But at the same time, the way it's worded, I can see it being people trying it here, going, hey, look, no, in our guidelines, it said it's final. Like, all f- purchases are final. The difference is you'd need to have that right up in front You'd need and yeah. sit there blatantly saying, if you buy this, no. we don't offer re- Yeah, No, it would be in their terms and agreements, which you would have to agree to to sign up to their services so that yeah but I, what i'm the saying A-C-C is i think might have, have the hardest time of getting away yeah, but, with it because yeah but you would need to fit the ACCC's. um ACCC is the australia consumer what was it 
fucking I go ACCC. What is it called? The Australian Competitive and Consumer Commission. See, they they have to argue in a fault. I don't think you can argue a change of mind because you can't test the game because it's a pre-order so you can't say the game is faulty so how can you get the ACCC to fix that for you exactly the only way you could do it is argue false advertising but you could only do that if the if you if it was a legitimate issue with the game and not just a change of mind yeah you would have to sort of convince i wouldn't say convince like the ACCC will obviously fight for you if you give them a good enough reason but the ACCC will have to try and convince nintendo going no this is a this is in their right to get a refund which i think would be very difficult because if it's a pre-order you can't say anything about the state of the game because you haven't tested the state of the game out you can't go this game is faulty because you haven't played it you can't say this game is broken because you haven't played it you can't the only thing you can say is like if this was misleading and that is on the advertisement of the game not nintendo nintendo have come out with a blanket thing saying all purchases are final in their terms of agreements when you sign up to the nintendo online stuff so yeah that as i said this this could be very very bad if this is this used. is major legal territory no one here is qualified to uh to fucking give advice on but the one thing we can give advice on is stop pre-ordering shit yeah so we've been on a basketball like you don't have to pre-order stuff but like some things do add but, incentive in pre-ordering stuff like but, you get extra Kenny, content i need i need my different colored pixels I need dude, my different colored pixels. Dude, you fucking you fucking yeah, fantasize about waifus, man. They are just a jumble of pixels wearing less pixels. Yeah, but I didn't pre-order the waifus. <laughs> yes, but the argument's still the same. You're still no, buying a not. JPEG. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But at the same time, I didn't pre-order a JPEG. <laughs> so stop pre-ordering. It's just that simple. Yeah, I said. No, but at the same time, like if they offer an incentive to buy the game early, then that I can understand. But when it's like, "Hey, get your copy now," it's like, "Why? Why should I get my copy now? What are you offering to me, which will benefit me if I buy it now?" And it's like, "Well, oh, man, you get, you get a, the uh, game when it comes out." I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, but I can just buy the game when it comes out." <laughs> So ain't or, that just fun. Mm. Or you could get a different colored lightsaber and a different colored ship. Yeah, and then just completely unlock it for everyone else. Yep. Which was a little bit of a little bit of a punch in the gut. Yeah, well, I don't understand I that that is something that would infuriate me. It's like if you get a it depends if also if you paid extra. Or uh, I think I did. Because if you pay extra for something to which then they give out to everyone for free then then that's that is that's straight up refundable like well not refundable but it's straight up a kick in the dick because you gave them extra money to get extra content to which then they provided that same content for free 
Right, so the deluxe edition for Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, because that's what what we're coming to question here. The deluxe edition for Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is $10 more. Mm. And what is it? If I go ahead and I add that to the cart, I can't buy it for myself because I already have it. Uh, It it offered, previously offered, uh, the orange lightsaber and the orange color for your ship. Okay. Yeah, which both of those have been made free to uh, free for everybody. Is, is that like a delay? Like, what did they advertise it as? Um, like I can't see what they advertise it, it as anymore. Was it exclusive? You get these, or you get these early? Because I think it was exclusive. It was a pre-order yeah. bonus. That was Jedi Fallen Order. Deluxe edition. Same thing like see how I bought Counter Strike. The problem I bought Counter Strike a long time ago at full price and then made it free. So I was like, the problem is, and this uh, is pre-order a- now to receive unique cosmetic content. Not unique anymore now, is it? Nope. Which was the orange lightsaber color, the Mygito campaign hilt, the Umbaran campaign hilt, the BD one skin, crimson BD one. Crimson Mantis skin, digital art book, and director's cut behind the scenes uh, videos. So the orange lightsaber color has been made um, free for everybody. Right. So mm. not all of it, just the color. Not all of it. Not yeah. all of it. Just just the main important thing, which That's is the crazy. lightsaber color. That sounds crazy bullshit. Do you know what else sounds like crazy bullshit? What else sounds like crazy the bullshit? The new Fire Emblem character in Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> I so, yeah, fucking this love seems to female have... swordsman too. <laughs> or... You mean female swordsman seven? No, nah, I'm thinking about male swordsman three. I mean, honestly, the only one I know myself is friggin' Blade Master Lin from which one? Is that Shadow Emblem? Oh. Shadow Emblem? Yeah, what? Fi- uh, sorry, Fire, Fire Emblem Shadow Shadows Dragon. of Valentia. No, Shadow Shadows, Dragon. Yeah. Fire Emblem Shadow Dragon. I think this is the one that had Lin. I fucking lost count. There's so many or fucking... it was the first one that came over to the US. The fucking Game Boy one. I don't remember if it's, it was It's Lin. You, you've got a, you got a hard on for Lin. We know. No, I rem- this but is yeah. the only one I remember. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, okay. Reen, Reen, is, Reen is one of the best girls. So yeah, like... A lot of people are not fucking happy for two reasons one it is another fire emblem character making this the eight or ninth fire emblem cam- character in smash <laughs> two it is the most mundane boring ass move set kit caboodle to come from a dlc character see it is hmm? the bits i saw actually seemed pretty interesting with what with the weapon swapping and all yeah it's, it's the trial system for Dante. Essentially, what they would make if they were to do that with Dante, it would make much more sense and it would piss less people off. Yeah, but, but look, we've four, had this five, discussion. Six, Sa- Sakurai eight. did was confused when people were talking about Smash Ultimate as a fighting game because actually, as you all know, it's actually a Fire Emblem game. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's Fire Emblem beat 'em up. Yeah. Smash Emblem Firehouse. It's a celebration of gaming. Yeah. 
and Fire Emblem. Look, there's only look, there's only eight Fire Emblem characters in the game. I don't think anyone gets off on complaining about there being too many Mario characters in the game. Like, because there are how many Mario I, characters in there? There's Mario, Doctor Mario, Peach, Yoshi, all right, all right. Luigi. Now, Wario. How many of these Bowser. Mario characters are DLC? None of them. Exactly. Piranha Plant. Piranha Plant. Yeah. It was still DLC. So what? still yeah, DLC free DLC imagine if you paid for Piranha Plant yeah and what's your point people get pissed off people would get pissed off that's yeah. why they gave out Piranha Plant for free and was yeah. the first DLC not given as part of the Fighters Pass which would have jeopardized sales of the Fighters Pass that's why they led with Joker yeah they and if really, they led with Byleth in the second Fighters they Pass they really would put the fucking shiners pass. up front like Joker number one holy shit what was the fucking second one um, um was I'm not hero? Sure hero. Yeah, hero, then Banjo Kazooie, then fucking then, uh, Terry, Terry Bogart, and now Violet. Which looks so fucking boring. Like, oh, I can do a heavy attack? Cool. Oh, I can do a ranged attack? Cool. Oh, I can do a melee attack with my ranged attack? Cool. What's the fucking Super Smash look like? The most boring shit there is. You yeah. just you just whip them in a JPEG cutscene. Yep. See, I'm not super attached to any either Fire Emblem or Smash. I haven't played Fire Emblem fucking forever and I haven't Fire Emblem's great. Played Smash but, in yeah. forever. But when you front load like this is meant to be the send off of the first character pack. And like, they're sending is... it off with the game that sold the most copies out of any Fire Emblem game and won the People's yeah, Choice but, Award. Yeah, but there are so many more interesting characters in Fire Emblem. Like, like infinitely... Who? The fucking leader of the Golden Deer. I hate him. You hate him, but he's fuck-ton more interesting than the silent protagonist. <laughs> yeah, no. It's like <laughs> any one of the three leaders of the other houses would have been interesting. I would have personally preferred Edelgard to get in the game, even Dimitri. But no, Claude is just... He's boring. He's boring as fuck. I don't fuck understand how people cool. like him. I took one look at him. I'm like, you are instantly the most boring piece of shit I have ever seen. Thank you, standard bow user. Fuck off. You're just jealous. I made it a point you. to recruit everyone in his house... You're just mad because he's styling on you. With that fucking <laughs> styling look. on bullshit. He's styling on you something fiercely. But he's I digress. Byleth as a final pick is, I think, a bad choice. Byleth is just a beta test for Dante, who's going to be the first character yeah, of the second fighter's pass. If Dante comes in, you have the weapon. Guess who's instantly the- redundant? Yeah, who cares? No, Byleth people care. You wasted there a for the slot. Fans. You wasted a slot on a character, and this is not really. Let's. They let, said. Let's. They, they let's didn't just, waste the slot on the character. Let's just put my future no, into the, my mind into the future right now. Have two weapon swapping characters without them overlapping too hard. Yeah, like that's not possible. You are making a whole character redundant. By adding it now, this is this is all. If Dante gets into Smash, Dante yeah, may all big, may Dante no, may not get in the Smash. This is all if you know. Dante gets into Smash and his move set is so similar to Byleth that it causes him to be irrelevant. It would yeah. it would be style switching. Hundred percent. That is with a weapon to boot. Bold. 
Yeah, but you that can is, still that is a pretty bold assumption. Do that in two yeah. different like you. You don't need to do it all the same way. Yeah, of course you don't need to do it the same way. But so it's going to be the same way. Why Dante's going to switch? Dante's going to switch his style with a weapon. Hundred percent. Because that's what he is. He is the master of many styles and many weapons. Okay. So it is a hundred percent what would happen if they were to bring Dante into Smash. His weapon would indicate his style. So, so it would, wouldn't just be rebellion. Wait, so and that's it. So, so it would be rebellion. It'd be rebellion with uh, Swordmaster. It would be uh, Cerberus with Royal Guard. It would be or the other one fucking gunslinger gunslinger will be ebony and ivory yeah and fucking what's the fourth one balrog would be uh trickster yep like he would have a new weapon with each style and each style would have their own gameplay element thus like if each style had their own gameplay element as well as new weapon it would make byla's character essentially redundant because all he does is switch his weapon which switches his playstyle slightly up so he gets yeah. a heavy weapon he goes slow but hits hard cool Dante would be doing the same thing with uh, Trickster with Balrog slow but hit hard and you can move around with Swordmaster you use the fucking sword thing as he does but then Dante would do that with Swordmaster and Rebellion I'm, I'm failing to see your argument you're, you're saying Byleth is boring because he's a bland character and then say Dante would be better and make him redundant by doing exactly the same thing like no yeah you're no. not that's you don't not what I'm saying it, you need to remember like I haven't that's what played either of these games and from what I'm you're saying, and from what I'm hearing that's exactly what I'm hearing Byleth's a bland character who does weapon swapping who'll be made redundant because Dante is a better character that does weapon swapping that will do yeah. what he's doing better how can how can he be doing it better? I just told you. No, you, you didn't. You just named a bunch of weapons and a bunch of styles. How I just how would told Dante you exactly do Byleth's weapon switching better? All right, I just told you, but I'm going to tell you again. You have Trickster. Fast. No, 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 no. I'm just about don't, to tell you. Don't tell me what it is. Trickster with fucking Balrog and fucking. I was uh, just about to explain with what Ebony how we Oh my fucking how, god. How does Ebony and Ivory differ from Byleth's bow? Easy. Because when you have Gunslinger, Gunslinger, he uses the guns to move around. Thus changing vert... Like, so like combat. Joker. No, Joker just uses a gun. Yeah, Joker also uses the gun to move around. No, he moves around with the gun. He The gun does not move him around. Yes, he does. He has mid-air jumps with the gun. Then, he and can that's keep it? himself in the air with the gun. Then that's what Dante would be doing with Gunslinger. And so what you're saying is Dante was going to be a Joker Echo Fighter? No, because that's one aspect of Joker. So what Dante's going to be is just an amalgamation of Echo Fighters of other characters? No. Then fucking... What, what is your point? That one weapon switching character is boring because Fire Emblem and this new weapon switching character is going to be so kit? much better. Did you watch the video? Yeah, I watched the video. It's no, another Fire Emblem you, character. Apparently you didn't. There are people out there that think Olimar's interesting. All right. All right. So how does he use his bow? He fucking he uses it like a bow. He shoots arrows. Yeah, but what's, the, what's his bow's special ability? Fucking shoots a big arrow. I don't know. No. 
You don't know because you didn't watch it. <laughs> I'm fucking. So oh, I just proved I you the, wrong. All I saw was the weapons. He's got that. He's got the. See, so you're defending he's got the something he's got the you sword have no idea about. That's it. You straight no. up defending something you have no right, idea so about. So if I may interject. Yes. Maybe Alex is, and maybe Alex isn't. I wouldn't know. <laughs> because I haven't seen any of it. I haven't seen I have. basically any Smash media. But I fail to see, and I understand that I haven't seen any of Smash media. But I absolutely fail to see how you can say Dante would be better at a weapon switching character and make Byleth redundant when Dante hasn't been announced so you haven't seen any of his kit. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is in, if Dante was to come in, if Dante was like this, in which I, it's the only way I can see him being in Smash, if he was in Smash, his style switching would not only be a mechanical change, but a weapon change. Where Byleth is just a weapon change. And a mechanical change. Fucking Sakurai straight up said, Byleth's mechanics change according to his weapon. All he does is it follows the weapon. So his mechanics isn't, oh, I've got my axe out, thus I can do X, Y, and Z. It's, I've got my axe out, thus I can do just one move. No, he's got his axe out. He now has heavy armor and all of his basic attacks change to match the axe. Yes, but that's the yeah. only axe's attack. No, yes. that's the only axe's you attack that was shown. You haven't watched the video. I have watched the video. You, no, all of Byleth's moves change to match the weapon. So Byleth mechanically changes according no. to the weapon. All right, what is his fucking axe's special attack? It's a big slam that grants him iframes. All right, so you've seen that. All right, what is his fucking... What is the other one? There's the lance a, has extra reach. Look, that's, that's it. Extra reach. But what is its yeah. special ability? It's fucking... I think it's like an uppercut or some shit no. that can no. proc twice in the air. Who fucking cares? I no, do, because I'm proving you that you haven't watched the entire thing. You don't need to watch you, the entire yes, thing. Yes, you do. So, you don't need to watch the entire thing. Sakurai said... And quote again, Byleth mechanically changes according to his weapon. Where's End his of quote? story. The fucking in the video, you haven't watched it then. No, right, I have watched it and I didn't even see that happen. Well, then maybe you shouldn't have been fucking ogling the fucking Fire Emblem titties and sort of been paying attention to what the subtitle said. No. All right, straight up. You're defending a terrible character for some unknown reason. I'm not Has defending Bruce? a terrible character. Has so Byleth even been released yet? No. no. So we don't know his full moveset or how he plays. No, we do. People haven't labbed him yet. Dude, we've no. seen we've seen there the is, there is video which shows his moveset. Whatever Sakurai has shown off in that video, which has just which is literally just what Sakurai always shows off, which is, oh, look at this cool new gimmick. Here, watch me use each individual gimmick for like It's a thirty, 30 minute minutes, video based on Violet's moveset. It's quite in depth. Right. So it if shows- I go over to Byleth's moveset, I'm going to type in Byleth moveset. Yeah, Byleth Smash Bros. It should exactly come up with all of Byleth's moves. You got the 38 minute video from Sakurai. And we should be able to watch all of the good shit. You going to sit there and watch 38 minutes? Because I can guarantee you won't. <laughs> but I digress. I think Dante will be a much better pick than Byleth. And I stick by that. 
I'm not I don't care what you guys say. I understand why people are annoyed at him coming out. I also completely understand why he's there. But I don't. Because, like Alex was saying, he's been one of the most popular characters in fucking it, forever. No, he's not. Sorry, he's not sorry. The... Because... Because Fire he Emblem Three Houses most was likely... a huge success. Yeah, Fire Emblem... That is a huge success. But there are... There is legitimately so many more interesting characters in that game that you can use. But considering it's three houses, right? It's three separate sides. What's the only one that is the single flagship of the new best-selling game? It's Byleth. Yeah, I know, but it's so uninteresting, though. He's, like, so... He's straight-up bland, silent protagonist. What other silent protagonist can you find in that game? In Smash Bros. Mario. Mario's got, Mario's got personality. <laughs> Fucking what? Waha Yahoo. He is a happy go get in lover who loves his wife. Well, not his wife, but loves Princess Peach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- that game that had absolutely no voice acting or dialogue in it whatsoever for what the and past like And he's still more years? interesting than Byleth. Mm, no. Yes. No, a hundred times no. No, you had to think about that. The only time Mario had any personality was in Super Mario Sunshine, and all the personality came from his backpack. No. Yes. No. And that game is full of fucking silent protagonists. Smash Bros. is like a conglomerate of silent protagonists. Like who? The the fucking everyone from Mario. Everyone who's... Almost everyone who's a direct Nintendo property they is all silent. Aside from aside from Fox, Sonic, Snake, the Fire Emblem characters, and whoever else they drag in from outside. They all talk. I do not know what you're on about. Right, so you've you've heard Olimar speak. Who the fuck's Olimar? Exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna He's, Google this. Olimar's the dude from Pikmin. Oh, that's not what I fucking wanted. <laughs> Interior design. Ah, how the fuck did you end up there? I don't know. Right, so, yeah, we're gonna, so we'll go ahead and name some silent protagonists. Piranha Plant, Joker, Hero. Yeah, but Joker. Right. Mario, Donkey Kong, Link, uh, Yoshi, Kirby, Pikachu, Luigi, uh, Ness, Captain Falcon... Jigglypuff, Peach, Daisy, Bowser, Ice Climbers, Sheik, Dr. Mario, Pichu, Falco, Young Link. Alright, so there's a lot of silent protagonists in Mewtwo, there. <laughs> Mr. Game and Watch. What, who, but I, even me. I would still argue they have more personality than Byleth. The Pokemon trainer. Byleth, Byleth has a blank no, slate for a reason. We fit trainer. Alex, Byleth has a Blank you can't slate argue blank for slate a reason. when Wii Fit Trainer exists. Yeah, who the fuck plays the Wii Fit Trainer? I forgot <laughs> she even exists. <laughs> yeah, that's how, not the point, and guess though. what? She came with the game. You didn't have to pay extra for her. Wii Fit Trainer. The yeah. literal blankest of blank <laughs> slates. Yes, but did you pay DLC money for her? No. Good. But someone had to, because I think she's no. a returning DLC character. No, she's not. 
She's not a returning DLC character. She is a character, the mainstay character. She's been in like almost every fucking Super Smash Brothers since fucking Brawl, I think. So the no, not fighters. Brawl. The next one, that. But yes, you know why Violet's a blank slate, right? Yeah, because it's a self-insert character. Exactly. Fucking it's like inkling. It's like, how could I put it? I can't say Gordon Ridley? Freeman because Gordon Freeman has his own personality. Gordon Ramsay, then? Incineroar. No, it has to be. It has to be a silent, a blank slate <laughs> character. If you want blank slate characters, there's the villager, We Fit Trainer. No, the villager Inkling is and the Robin. villager from um, fucking what's that Animal game? Animal Crossing. Yeah, that's a blank slate character. I'm thinking of the other guy. Yep. Who's the fucking guy with the cat from Mother? I think his name is. What? There's a game called Mother Nintendo game. I try to remember the name of it. Is it Mother? I don't know. Yeah, You're it's the Mother. One telling the story. Yeah, it's Mother. mother. Uh, the game. The fucking this kid. I'll put it in that chat. Right. That kid. That's oh, kid Ness. Yeah, his name Ness. All right, Ness. His name's Ness. There's Ness and Lucas. He was a fun character. Yeah, but literal blank slate characters: Pokemon trainer, villager, We Fit trainer, Me Fighters, Robin, and Inkling. Let me and Corin. And they're Robin, all Corrin, uninteresting as fuck. Fucking Inkling is one of the best characters in the game, fighting wise. Yes. Yeah, but what about story-wise? What do you mean story-wise? Is he interesting story-wise? Fucking, there is no story to Smash Bros. No, I'm talking about where his game's from. Splatoon. Oh. Inkling is from Splatoon. I don't fucking play Splatoon. Fucking clearly. Fucking Splatoon's a kid's game. Fuck yeah. Oh, look, there's Olimar. Right underneath Lucas. Number 40, Olimar. Oh, Good and don't one. forget fucking Rob. Who fucks Rob? Yeah, the robot. Actually called Robot. His name's Rob. R-O-B. Is he the dude from I Wally? don't know who you're fucking talking about. No, he's not no, the dude from it's... Wally. But I always think he's the dude from Wally whenever I see him. There you go. It's in the chat. That's Rob. There you go. There's also a list of all the fucking Smash Fighters. What the fuck? Is that from... Short Circuit? That can't be from Short Circuit. What does it say he's from? Mm -hmm. He looks like the fucking robot from Short Circuit. But it's not. Yeah. Oh, don't forget also Mr. Game and Watch. There's a blank slate for you. As but I said. Yeah, no, fucking Smash Bros. Chock full of blank slate characters. Well, now and I you know. had to pay for fucking three of them. Now you have to pay for a fourth one. Free? Hero, Joker, and Piranha uh, Hero, Plant. Hero is a blank, blank slate, slate, but at least his mechanics are f interesting. Fucking, all right, yeah, interesting. Having 16 moves on his down down special. Yeah. Yeah. That's more than the, that's more moves than most have. Yeah, Ter Terry, Terry is fucking much more interesting than Hero. He has two entire moves that no one else in the game has access to. 
And plus, you have to use actual fighting inputs to play them. Yeah, that's those are the two moves. That's an interesting mechanic. That was an interesting mechanic, and it's funny to pull it off mid-fight. But do you know it doesn't have an interesting mechanic? Banjo and Kazooie. And Blylev. No, 100%. I'd say Banjo and Kazooie is more I have not seen any Blyleth. of Banjo's Kazooie's kit. It is, it is easily garbage. It is straight. People complained about Banjo and Kazooie mechanically because of how much of a vanilla character he felt like. Really? I heard, yeah. I've heard nothing about him in... I even forgot they released him. Yeah. He was so plain and vanilla as a character, like, people don't even fucking use him because his entire, his entire kit is actual garbage. That's how just so how it garbage. His, his side his side special you can only use five times and then he stuns himself if you ever try to use it again people are saying it's a one hit wonder oh wow yeah because he's got people, shit tons like of it. wow he got a 7.5 out of 10 in review yeah because fucking everyone's like oh it's banjo and kazooie 10 out no, of 10 this is a dlc review right like oh, reviewing, DLC reviewing it rather than the reveal oh right yeah because it's fucking banjo and kazooie again like there is no reason to complain about Byleth getting into the game some people are butt hurt because they they fucking convinced themselves it was going to be dante well no 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 i even I go, there's more interesting characters to put in that game than Byleth. Oh, yeah, no. I'm not saying there aren't more interesting characters to put from Fire Emblem or from anywhere than Byleth. But Byleth is what you got. Especially, is what especially you're gonna get. with Sakurai opening the fucking floodgate saying, doesn't have to be Nintendo, just has to originate from a game. Like, get, yeah. get fucking what is it? I want to see... Uh, Doom Slayer has been deconfirmed. No, not Doom Slayer. I want to see the guy from Bloodborne. The what hunter. the hunter? I want to see the hunter in there. You were just complaining about blank slate characters, and you want to add the hunter from Bloodborne. No, put the doll in there. The doll. The doll. the doll would be interesting. Yeah, you put the doll in there. The doll would absolutely be interesting. But it saddens me that Doom Hunt, the fucking Doom Slayer, is so confirmed not to join. Yeah, it's like, hey, we sent a message to Nintendo. They just never replied. <laughs> yep. Well, it's like, not- hey, you open the floodgates. Here's my fucking, here's my BJ Blacksquits. Here's my fucking, my uh, Doom Slayer. And they're like, we'll how are, back to also, you. how are people complaining about another Fire Emblem character and not another Pokemon? What's another like, Pokemon? What, what, what the actual fuck? Like, I'm going to. What Pokemon gonna has come the, in the DLC? Not in DLC, but these are all the, po- not counting the ones that come in from the Pokeballs and the Master Balls, yeah, people, because that easily caps it so much of the DLC Because one, DLC is meant to open up new doors for franchises that haven't been involved. Who said that? Sakurai. No. Yeah, he, he opened up. He's like, I want to bring all new franchises into Smash Universe. Yeah, but where did he say the DLC will exclusively be? No, he didn't say exclusively. Then you have sa- nothing to complain about. Well, no, you do. People have no, plenty you, to complain about. Look, because people people are complaining about because Violet this is an being opportunity. This is an opportunity. They've opened the floodgates to get other franchises into Smash. Look, it, yeah. it doesn't. Why do you want more of the same thing in Smash when you have because, something else? It doesn't because matter. Sakurai likes Fire Emblem. Look, so yes, he likes Fire Emblem. But also, it doesn't matter what you choose. You're going to make people 
Yeah. You know, not you could this one, this one is unanimously hated. No, it's not unanimously. Yes, it is. It, it's not it's unanimously got more hated. Backlash than others, but it's not unanimously hated. Yeah, it is easily not unanimously um, hated. A, a large portion is, is hated. There is, there's a tag on Twitter called "Hoes Mad," and its entire tag is everyone making fun of people upset that Byleth is in the game. That's all it is. Yeah, but it's everyone making fun. I completely understand people the people who, are upset who hate it. Yeah, you can understand Look, people who I, hate it because those like, people are fucking saying. idiots. I'm no, I can totally get why people are annoyed that Byleth got the last spot. I understand. Like I said, I totally get why he ended up coming in. Fire Emblem was a fucking huge game. Sakurai likes game Fire Busters. Emblem. You know, Fire Emblem has new D- DLC coming out very soon. It, why, it not put it into the second, why not put it into the second lineup? Then? It does logically because make it sense. will hurt the sale of the second Fighters Pass if Byleth is the first character. No, he doesn't to have out. to be the first character. There's no better time to put Byleth in than right now. There is. You have all the time in the world to put Byleth in. No. Yes. Byleth. We just Byleth told you why Byleth is away. coming in right now. Byleth is coming in right now because Fire Emblem Three Houses has new DLC on the way, is ending the point of its relevance with his with this final bit of DLC. It won the People's Choice Awards. It's the best-selling Fire Emblem game of all time, oh, no and shit, that's but- why Byleth is appearing now. And the other, and I still think it's a bad choice. And it a doesn't lot of matter because there is. I know it doesn't bad. matter, but I still think it's a bad and choice. A lot of people agree with you that it's a bad choice, but see me on the flip side. He seems like he could be interesting to play. I totally get why people are annoyed. If he wasn't there, I wouldn't care. But I think he's he would be cool that he is there. You know. Yeah, but yeah, let but me I've put it this way: like the I'd, thing prefer, that out. I'd prefer Byleth to be in there than to have fucking three Samuses in the game. Or you know, what does Doctor Mario bring that regular Mario doesn't? For example, well, his final smash that, is pills is, instead of fire. We, we're arguing no, what's no, cool with the game to what extra you're paying with the game. My point is, there are arguments for and against Byleth, but at least he brings something different to the table. There are literally characters yeah. in the base game that are just clones of the same moveset. Yes, they but that's even the game of the Echo base Fighters. game. Yeah, we know there that. Are three, there are three Samuses in the game. There are fucking... What is that? Was one Zelda. There's technically two Zeldas because Sheik is Zelda fucking what else is there uh oh yeah there's the 16 trillion pokemon that are in the game yeah, see, that's not because, an argument alex because all of them have a unique yeah all style. of them may see, have a unique playstyle, but still like they announce another fucking pokemon people aren't gonna go oh it's another pokemon They're no go, yeah it's people another pokemon. would people would fucking, get fucking pissed off that it's another is, pokemon is that why people are still fucking campaigning to get other stupid pokemon in the game Who's campaigning to get more Pokemon in the game? You fucking go to any Pokemon board on the internet and people are like, oh, hey, guys, I think insert legendary Pokemon would be great for fucking Smash Bros. But you can't just say that's the masses if some guy says it. I'm not saying it's the masses. I'm saying saying people people campaigning to do it. And guess what? People don't listen to them. Sakurai does what he wants, as we've seen. Yes, Sakurai does what he wants. I'm perfectly happy with Byleth being in the game because with Byleth, uh, with the announcement of Byleth, they also announced that Fighters Pass 2 would have six new fighters instead of five. So whoever was going to be number 75 
instead of Byleth, has been moved to fighters pass two. Now, why they haven't put... been kicked out of the spot. On yeah, top you just don't even moved. know that. An- another thing is, well, I understand the situation, and this isn't something that could be reverted. Um, part of the issue is, like, once again, the um, the fact that this is the eighth Fire Emblem character. But really... Marth, Ike, Corrin, and Robin, and Byleth, all are five different character templates. Kind of the five Fire Emblem templates. I'd actually say the bigger issue is having all of Marth, Lucina, and Krom in the game. Yeah. Because they're all almost the same character. Lucina is an echo fighter of Marth. And I think it's a bit ridiculous to complain about... Like, I understand. I do understand why people are annoyed about it. Yeah, but at it, the same time, but I highly doubt anyone's defending that. I highly doubt... What? No, Marth and Fiend and all that, they deserve to be in a game. I highly doubt anyone's defending that. But the point people is... People aren't defending it because it's Fire Emblem. If, you, if they were literally anyone else, like any other fucking character, people would immediately rush to the defense of it. They are just no, unhappy no, wait. with this no, many Fire Emblem characters what my because point Fire Emblem more characters. was is people have much more of an issue because it's the eighth Fire Emblem character. If it was the sixth Fire Emblem character, there really wouldn't be or the fifth Fire Emblem character, there really wouldn't be as much backlash. There still I, would be some, I but there would be less with you there. No, because a lot of the backlash, from what I've seen there the is, backlash that I've seen is how fucking boring the character's moveset is. A, a large amount of the backlash I've seen the character. is the fact that it's another Fire Emblem representative. And if there was two or three less, there would be a lot less of those complaints. And I don't even there think there's two or three less would be less. And there'd straight up would be two or three less if they did something like, you know, put Lucina and Chrome in as costumes. But at they the same totally time, they were that. in. Weren't they in two separate Smash games? I who Lucina and Crom. Crom has never been in a Smash game. This this was his debut game. Then and that's the reason why. Because they brought everyone back for this Smash. Yeah, and they introduced like eight new characters. With the eight new characters being Inkling, Ridley, Simon, Richter, King K. Rule, Isabel, Incineroar, and um, Crom as all new characters for the game. So they bring in one Fire Emblem character and then fucking eight characters from everywhere else. And it's like, oh, why'd they bring in one more Fire Emblem character? It's like, shut the fuck up. If you don't like him, don't play him. Well, people aren't going to play him. That's fine. Don't play him and then get fucking bodied because he's a Roy Echo. No, as as I said, I don't think a lot of people are going to play him. I don't think a lot of people who do play him will do well either. Yeah, because there's shit. I think... No, it just looks very simplistic. That's the point. I think you'll need to wait until he's actually been released and people have had some chance to lab and play with him. Yeah. Even now, I, like, I don't see him going anywhere. why people have an argument from a stylistic perspective or from the character choice... But having an argument from a gameplay perspective is retarded. When you've only seen a video of it, you haven't seen frame data, you haven't seen yeah, what no, the hitbox no, no, is. I'm not saying like you've seen frame data. I'm saying the shit that they've introduced for this character is boring as fuck. Looks 
mundane, looks simplistic. It doesn't look like it will do well. And that's why people are complaining. It's like, it's probably not going to do well. It's not going to bring anything new. We Let's just wait and see when it comes out. Because for all we know, you could be eating your words. If 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 they're fucking, he starts being the most stars character and fucking smashing, I'll eat my words. But I'm quite confident he's not going to be. And you can quote me on that. Uh fucking yeah. I uh, fucking we got we got recordings of this, so absolutely I can. Do anyone else you can quote me on? What Bloodborne's coming to PC? Uh, doubt. Well. Here's how I'm about to soothe those doubts. With the release of... With the announcement... on PC. ...of the leak of Horizon Zero Dawn due to a PC release. I feel... The most exciting thing I'm waiting for with the Horizon Zero Dawn coming to PC is the Horizon Zero Dawn event in Monster Hunter coming to PC as well. Well, that's going to happen anyway because it happened in Monster Hunter World. Regardless. But the same thing we're talking about here is that Horizon Zero Dawn has been leaked to come to PC Mm -hmm. Uh, this is from two different sources one Jason Schreier Jason Schreier he's a trusty boy yeah has said that a few people within the gaming whatever whatever place he got these people from said we having on good information that Horizon Zero Dawn is getting poured to PC now see this and the second one Mm -hmm. hold up and the second one is from a guy a reporter some fucking French reporter I think it was back in October announced that Death Stranding was coming to PC now no one believed him because this is when Death Stranding was still a on the PS4's exclusive list etc etc the game wasn't even close to release yet didn't we fucking predict that oh we predicted that but he predicted it much earlier than we did Mm. much earlier but he also said wait for Horizon Zero Dawn in Feb- on PC in February so he he I don't know if it's a successful prediction or he knew but he did call that Death Stranding was coming to PC back when it coming to PC wasn't even like no hint of it ever coming to PC was a thing but this does mean if this is if if Horizon Zero Dawn does come to PC, that will open the floodgates for a lot more because Horizon Zero Dawn is made by, uh, published by Sony, made by a Sony-owned company. So this is a first-party. This could open a floodgate of first-party games coming to PC. Thus, but- why I believe Bloodborne. If this is true, Bloodborne will definitely make its way to PC. Now, see, I think, firstly, it'll probably be on Sony's end if this happening if this happens. Basically going yeah, to the people who have exclusive with them, hey, would you be up for doing a PC release? Like, basically saying, we'll release you from your exclusivity contract or whatever. I don't know what their contract is. They could have fucking had the contract only last till the start of 2020 because they knew when they were releasing the PS5. But my point that I'm getting at is this is a really good idea for them because yes. there's no reason to keep it exclusive. They're not going to sell them any more PS4s, especially since the PS5 has been announced and is expected to be released late this year. 
Yeah. They're not going to sell more PS4s. Almost at the end of its They've life said cycle. the PS5 is going to be backwards compatible, so there's even less reason to buy a PS4. Mm. And well, they did confirm. So there on top is of that, confirmation. Because of the price, you know, the price tag being 700 AU or approximately like that, you know, 500 US on the PS5. dollars American. Um, you know, a lot of people won't end up getting it either off price or. You know, they just don't like using consoles or whatever. So it's not like they're losing sales from people who... Because I don't think there'll be many people who didn't have a PS... They're not losing potential sales. They're just gaining it because it's their property. They're able to make the money. I don't think there's many people who will buy a PS5, or at least buy it early, that didn't have a PS4. I don't think there'll be that many people. And... I, people I, aren't going to buy a PS4, PS4 unless they get it cheap well. on sale. Mm. So, what so I'm like getting at is, is, if Sony they release has... it on PC, this is the right time because the game, the, the console it was released on is at the end of its life cycle. And this is basically just going... Effectively, they're going, hey, this was released with this console. The console's ending its lifetime, so we're going to put it on PC so more people can experience it, and so we make more money off it wins for everyone mm. like well, they could honestly just straight out say that and people would still be cool with it because one like bloodborne was a release title for playstation 4 no 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 so bloodborne was the ps4 bloodborne single-handedly yeah. sold the ps4 and i'm pretty sure i'm not exaggerating that yeah i know they, they... No, it's i straight up bought a ps4 because bloodborne that, but, that was let's it. Let's have a look, Ski. There was a sales thing. Yeah, so Bloodborne sold over 2 million copies between March 2015 and September 2015. So that's a lot. But what I'm saying here is the fact that Xbox have now opened up their library to PC, so now we have Gears of War on the PC, we're going to get the new Halo game on PC, the Master Chief Collection is coming to PC. Like, we all a lot that. of... A lot of first-party games from Xbox are now making its way to PC because even Xbox can see, like, there's a shit ton of potential customers on PC who aren't going to buy an Xbox or a PlayStation regardless. So the only way to get a sale from them is to release it from onto a PC. Now, obviously, there's a porting service, so obviously they won't port every game to PC. There has to be a market for that game in order to make up the costs of uh, changing the infrastructure of the game to work with the PC. But when it gum, if this is true, because Horizon Zero Dawn coming to PC is not even a far-fetched idea because it is running the same engine that Death Stranding is running, and Death Stranding mm-hmm. is coming to pc so horizon zero dawn coming to pc is also a very real possibility because most of the framework has already been done because of uh death stranding so mm. and to see to have a look at the games on the playstation 4's catalog which are like top sellers you got bloodborne you got last of us you got uncharted you got horizon zero dawn like seeing these games like these games are exclusive to the console so seeing these games move over like and like so is horizon zero dawn 
Uh, these games are all exclusive to the PlayStation 4. The PlayStation 4 is coming to the end of its life cycle. So the only real reason people would buy these games is for the PlayStation 5. Now, because I don't see a lot of people buying a PlayStation 4 if the PlayStation 5, because I'm pretty sure the PlayStation 5 is confirmed to be backwards compatible to the PlayStation 4. And, you know, fucking, why wouldn't you when the PlayStation 4 has a, such a huge fucking library? Uh, it comes down to really see what happens with um, Horizon Zero Dawn. I think if they do reveal the PlayStation 5, along with that reveal, they will be revealing games being released onto PC. That's what I feel. I feel if, when they announce the PlayStation 5, if they are going to do it, they would announce That's a PC PC games, like PlayStation exclusives on PC at the same time. Yeah, that, that makes sense. And the other thing I can say is I remember Xbox coming out somewhat recently as well, basically saying they're not planning on doing exclusives for the next generation. Mm. So it looks like... See, for Xbox, that makes way more sense because it's owned by microsoft so you know mm. well it's like pc the, gaming doesn't it, cut it doesn't, into their market the future of games seems to be games that you can play anywhere yeah console exclusivity is dying yeah like people can buy games for like obviously you have console exclusives to sell the console but i feel consoles are getting to the point now where they are just selling themselves rather than selling it because of a game like obviously with bloodborne selling the playstation 4 is like really like high up there but at the same time i feel they companies like xbox and place or xbox definitely sounds they'd be more confident in selling games rather than making exclusives that's why xbox yeah. are buying out company after company after company they can just make mad bank from the developers they own selling games wherever the fuck obviously console is a major market because consoles are expensive pieces of hardware and games are not but you sell more games per publisher than you would console to exactly like console let, to game sales let's say a triple a game is 50 dollars american and mm. the console you know the ps5's 500 mm. you know so in effect buying 10 like, games equals get, the cost yeah. of the console like let's see i want to see how much uh see if there's a number so 102.8 million ps oh pardon me ps4s have been sold as of the final quarter of last year now a good game sells between like let's have a look at a uh, call of duty what's the latest one black ops 4 is it oh no, no it's more very mastered modern warfare sales uh, that's a lot so jesus so games like oh, fuck off uh <sighs> So games like Call of Duty made $600 million in its first three days. 
and that is a very popular game now just yeah. imagine if you made like a fraction of that from one game of a developer and then you have like 10 20 developers making money for you per game like the fuck is Dante doing uh you are making a fuck ton of money like Im- almost immediate money per game than console sales like obviously consoles are still going to exist they're yeah. not going away so they'll still make console money but they are making up the risk of not selling a lot of consoles by having all their fingers in all the cookie jars making games for them and if you put games on every platform obviously that is more visibility for everybody and more potential sales so companies like xbox like i don't know about sony sony own a handful of first party people xbox now own a shit ton of first party people now like the company developers that make games for them exclusively but them exclusively for the xbox and pc not for playstation but by the way the market is going exclusivity is becoming less and less a thing now and it's more of let's just push our product wherever we can get get eyes on them get hands on them make as much sales as we can from the games and that seems to be the way things are going I obviously think like that's the point i think mm-hmm. well well bloodborne did seal the deal for cons for the ps4 for quite a lot of people mm-hmm. obviously you as need... a general rule if mm. people are going to buy a console they're going to buy a console if people would prefer to play on a pc they'll get a pc it's whatever yeah. they prefer so it, consoles and pcs doesn't it's is got not... to the point where i think you're right in that some people will buy a consoles for exclusives but i don't think it'll it's really that much anymore and it, i also don't think even if it is there it's not as much as they'd get by selling it in multiple places so they end up just effectively making the exclusives are cutting out more of their market that they than they're gaining from console sales yeah. through, because of like, exclusives obviously there will still need to be exclusives to sell the console like the playstation 5 will release with exclusives like that, that just needs to happen because you need something you can't just sell a console and then have like oh you know you can get you know multi-platform games like no you need console like no one's going to buy a playstation 5 just so they can play fortnite on it or play a game that's on all the consoles they're gonna buy a playstation 5 and they're gonna see what the place a playstation 5 first party game developer can make for that console exclusively i disagree because the same people are going to buy consoles if that's all they game on because they don't have a good gaming pc and or if they prefer to play on consoles or they prefer to play out in the lounge room with their family or there's a or you know that's what all their friends have done and there is a lot of reasons outside of just the games you need incentive the cut like you will not sell as much consoles on console alone you need incentive like i don't think the playstation would have had a great start if it did if it wasn't for bloodborne yeah bloodborne bloodborne pretty much sold the playstation yeah. 4 no it it absolutely it, as I said have. like it's not a make or break deal it is the incentive of going i really want to play that game i will get a playstation more people yeah, move from playstation to xbox to playstation because of bloodborne 
Yeah, which is why launch titles are needed. They're, yeah, they're what like, helps sell the console. Title... That's why Breath of the Wild came out with the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, and That's Mario why Splatoon Odyssey. 2 came out with... Yeah, and Mario Odyssey and Splatoon 2 came out with, at the start of the Nintendo Switch because that was the big selling point yeah. of the like, Nintendo obviously, Switch. Obviously, like, exclusives aren't going to go away, but console exclusives during its lifetime will. Like, games are going to stop being less and less about my console only and we take my ball home and fucking jerk off over it it's going to be more of we're going to have you know big fucking console exclusive games up front and then but over that's, but that's about it they're not going to release that's more exclusives it, yeah. down the line it's going yeah. to be that they'll make some a few exclusives on release so you buy them with the console yeah and plus if those but, con- I mean, if those starting exclusive games are great people are still going to buy the console down the line for those games and it's still I mean, going to be even a thing with then i honestly think they'll do something they're more likely to do something along the lines of what happened with monster hunter world where they're like hey we're putting these on consoles we're also going to port it to pc at some point down the line but we don't know how long that'll take it's going to be at least six months yeah, well, it, that's that actually comes what down they to... did to Monster Underworld. They released it yeah, on there and said, that's not hey, a first party for Sony. Yeah, but you, that's get, not a Sony you get my first point. party company. People knew Monster Hunter World was coming out on PC six to yeah. 12 months down the line. That was there at launch. They're like, hey, it will be coming to PC when we get it ready. It yeah. still sold really fucking well on consoles. Oh, yeah, because obviously the console has a huge market. The console is not the majority of the market, but it has a huge market. Like I said, so the PlayStation 4 I, sold I even, over 100 million. I even think that a lot of the PS5 exclusives, even on release, will be like that. Hey, we made this for the PS4. It'll be coming to PC at some point. I don't think they would. They, they like, it, would it probably would be on the cards, but it's not something they would announce with the release. It would be like maybe a cup a year or so after the game, going, "Hey, we're thinking about a PC port," but they don't want to. They don't want to cut their market straight away. Like obviously, they want to keep their market. They want you. They don't care where you get your appetite, just as long as you come home and eat. But if you say, "Hey, we can now order fucking, we can now have mum's mac and cheese at McDonald's." then you're probably going to want to go to McDonald's, wait and but go to McDonald's. The other thing is they're going to risk backlash because you can guarantee that people are going to ask, hey, is this going to come to PC? You can guarantee that question is going to be asked. Yeah, and that is a developer thing. Like, obviously when um, but my, games... But my point is... Yeah, I understand your point. Do you remember, what was it? It was something... Something did it first... And then it was Red Dead Redemption 2. Both two games that had said we're not coming to PC, and then down the line they yeah. did, and people got shitty about it, not because it was coming to PC, but because people lied to them. Well, yes, because they, they did the exact same thing with Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. And guess what? It still sold like hotcakes on PC. Yep. Grand Theft Auto is still like an incredibly like very populated game today. I'm not saying yeah, on that. PC what especially. I'm saying is that yeah, I know, but no, the what, backlash is is almost like negligible. Like it's there is n- the backlash they got was nothing in comparison to the sales they got. Like the backlash is not bigger. Like they would rather go. I will 
same thing happened with GTA 5. They say it's coming to PC. No, it's not coming to PC. And they kept this story, kept it going, kept it going until like three or four years after the next gen console release going, by the way, we're bringing it to PC. People were annoyed because like, oh fuck, now I've got to buy it again. But they bought it again. But see, that's not my point. My point isn't Your point that, is the no, point is they'll get backlash. My point is they'll get backlash, but my point isn't that they're going to lose them getting backlash isn't necessarily going to lose them sales on that game. It's going to lose some sales on the developer's next game because the next exclusive they got, people are going to hold off and go, no, they've lied to us about this before. Yes, and only a small por- like portion of that. This was exactly proven with Red Dead 2. They did the exact same thing they did with Red Dead 2 and Grand Theft Auto 5. Is it coming to PC? No. Here's Grand Theft Auto's PC release. Is Red Dead coming to PC? No. Here's Red Dead 2's Red Dead Redemption 2's PC release. They still sold gangbusters. The, the, the outcry is such a small factor in which it doesn't affect their sales. Well, it, it may affect their sales, but on such a minuscule amount that it's not a a something to factor in. And knowing this, like obviously the only one that comes to mind is like Rockstar have done this. I haven't seen any sort of console, but the same thing um, with Xbox and Gears of War. When they announced Gears of War coming to PC, when they announced Halo, the new Halo game is coming to PC, even after saying it's going to be an Xbox exclusive for such a long time, no one got annoyed. People who have an Xbox are just going to buy it on Xbox. People who have it on PC are just going to buy it on PC. They are still getting the game they want. It's just on the preferred console. Some people who have both will play it regardless. The sale is already there. And that's, that's the thing I think you're thinking a little bit too much into is that there is going to be a sale regardless whether they buy it for the console or whether they buy it for the PC. All they need is those exclusives to sell out the gate and then if they felt like putting it on PC, they could. But I don't think they're going to... I think they're going to have exclusive console games to sell the PS5 and then further down the line like i'd say a couple years after they've made a majority like good portion of sales from the game and console market that they might put it to pc i don't think they would put it i'm going to say this now before i make the example and i know that what i'm about to say is i'm i'm pushing it it's not it's not a fair example and it is extreme but i'm more doing it to prove a point than it actually being accurate my point there isn't necessarily even about sales my point is Lying to the customers, like Rockstar Mm. did, because even with the Halo stuff, that was quite a while, and the thing wasn't... The thing about the the Halo Master Chief Collection wasn't Halo 5's coming to PC, and they lied about it not being console exclusive. It was more all the Halo titles from previous consoles are coming to PC. That was the biggest draw. Right? Uh, yeah. yeah, more or less. It was, I'd say it was more the fact that, um, well, the last the last Halo game to come to PC was Halo Combat Evolved. No, Halo Two, for Halo, the Vista, for Vista, for Vista was Halo Two. Yeah, yeah, and, and that then was it. it was 
yeah, and then it was dark on Halo ever since then. Yeah. But what people were most excited about was it, it was really a return to PC. That that's what people more saw it as. The Master Chief Collection was coming to PC, and it was more that it's you get like six games for fifty bucks. Yeah, but so it was that's reasonably also priced. Another point is that halo wasn't always an xbox exclusive franchise it just went to xbox exclusive and no one said the master chief collection was not coming to pc no i'm talking about infinite halo 5 infinite. oh halo halo 5 infinite yeah uh, i'm not talking about the master chief collection three, after what 343 did with halo 5 i don't fucking care about infinite that's... I, I haven't seen anything about Infinite, but I am still interested to see where it is. But my point, and once again, this is pushing things to an extreme example and is not mm. actually accurate, but why are you you've seen all the shit between EA and Ubisoft and the last year of Bethesda. Pulling shit on your customers gets bad reputation and it does mm. impact sales it won't necessarily do it eventually but it will happen now what rockstar did I, with lying to customers will have not the same level of black, bad press by a fucking long shot like nowhere near but it still gives bad press and can still have an impact later down the line yes so i can all understand that is they need to be careful about what they're doing Especially yes. since there's precedent of people getting angry about being directly lied to about this stuff. Yes, but at the same time, do you know what they just say? We don't have a PC PC version of mind. That's all they yeah. say. That's exactly what they said with uh, Halo that's Infinite. All they, that's like, that's, all, that's they all they need to say. We don't have a PC version of mind. It's yeah, not, all they it's need not to denying say. it, but it's not confirming it either. That's yeah, how they... That's st- fine. Yeah. And people, that's, people are getting pissed off. That fucking, uh, what game? That fucking Horizon Zero Dawn's coming to PC. But it's not a majority of people. It's literally like a few people complaining that, oh, you betrayed us, Sony. It's like, you still have the game. You still played the game. It's still a good game. But you're angry at them because they wanted to add the game to another market. As if, yeah. like, the game... Like, at that point, they don't care about the developers. They only care about them and their games. Because yeah. if they cared about the game itself, then they would be happy for the developers to make extra money. They, they liked using the game as a talking point or, like, a bragging point, saying, oh, you will never play fucking Horizon Zero Dawn because that's, that's a PlayStation exclusive. Ha and, ha, and I kind of get that. Like, I'm, I'm not arguing they shouldn't do it. What I'm arguing is they need to be careful about how they go about it. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah, of course. Like, as I said, the way they deal with that is they use, like, doublespeak. Yeah, exactly. They don't confirm it. They don't deny it. They be the most ambiguous business talk about it. So when, if it does or does not happen, like, if they're like, oh, you said you're doing a PC release, and they said, we have no PC build in mind... And it's like that means you that means you can think about it. It's like, yeah, but we didn't. We didn't we'd not guarantee you anything. We don't owe you shit. Yeah. And that's fine, because then you don't come to expect shit. And that's mainly where it gets with people's expectations being let down. This is why like I was super afraid with um Resident Evil 2 remake. Because for three years we heard nothing. And literally there was one post 
of a someone took a picture at Capcom offices of like a typewriter on a desk looking out a window. People were like dissecting this picture saying, oh fucking for Resident Evil 2's 20th anniversary, they're going to announce Resident Evil 2 Remake and the fucking the rumor just circulated all because of one picture. And people got fucking pissed, absolutely furious when they didn't announce it. But Capcom's like, we never said we were going to announce anything. Yeah. We didn't say this. You said yeah. this. It's you, the, it, we've been over this. People delude themselves into thinking dumb shit. Yeah, and then get upset when it doesn't happen. So that's that's what becomes a problem. It's like it, it feels like almost damned if you do, damned if you don't. So that's why they have to be purposely ambiguous. Yeah, so well, I think it's a combination of two things. Uh, overall, I feel like companies need to be a lot more careful about you know kind of respecting their customers and i'm talking more specifically about gaming businesses and companies because i don't know shit outside that market really um but they need to be more careful about that because for the most part their market is not getting smarter but getting more informed yeah people figuring Mm -hmm. shit out more they're paying more attention just new circulation is easier and more common easier to digest so companies need to be more careful about how they treat customers but at the same time like you said they do need to be hard in the case of sticking to themselves like not caving into people saying shit if because like they lie about something that's on them fucking up if people say they should do this they don't have to listen to it well, and a lot of that, cases like, they if people say, If people say they do this and then they don't do that and they get pissed off, then, like, any reasonable person would step back and go, it's like, well, they didn't say anything about it. Exactly. Especially, like, Capcom came out. It's like, we, we hear that you guys are upset about, you know, Resident Evil 2 not being announced, but fucking... We didn't like, announce we, anything. We d- Y'all we, said that. We're just celebrating Resident Evil 2's 20th anniversary because it's a great game yeah, yeah, yeah. like wh- why are you guys so fucking crazy it's it, nah. it's a self-perpetuated hype machine that is like choo choo choosing to fail it's that's like the best way I could put it it's Please like don't do that they ever, hype yeah. themselves up and then when it doesn't happen they feel betrayed even though the ones they feel betrayed at were not responsible for any of this yeah, and that's another thing why I'm not super hyped for Cyberpunk 2077. Look, I'm expecting it to be a good game. Hell, I'm expecting yeah. it to be a great, fun Cyberpunk RPG. But it's being hyped as if it's the messiah of the gaming world. Yeah. That's plus, only that's why going to hurt the game. This is why they're not releasing Half-Life 3. Yeah. Straight up, like... Gabe Newell said he was afraid if, if about released, Half-Life 3 if because of what happened Half-Life with Mass Effect 3, 3. They'd get so much backlash because the game would have it, to be perfect. Yeah. Literally perfect. Because they don't need to beat Half-Life 2. They need to beat the hype and they need to beat the response that Half-Life 2 got on its release 15 to 20 odd years ago. Yeah. And that's going to be next to impossible, and actually impossible to please everyone. So exactly, 
it makes sense. And that's why, that that's why they've come it. out and said, "Hey, look." Like Gabe Newell was like, Gabe Newell stated how afraid he was about what happened to Mass Effect Three, like the game that was meant to end the uh, Mass Effect series, and how much hate it got because of its ending. Mind See, you, its original ending was pretty piss poor, but at the same time, it it almost ruined the franchise going forward because it didn't live up to the expectations as a game in general to what the public was hyping on about it. That's why he's super afraid of uh, what will happen with Half-Life 3 well, you see, if it doesn't come out know like fucking perfect. What the best thing Valve could do with Half-Life 3? What? Sell the IP. Yes and no. So like I can like selling the IP or at least would leasing be, the IP lease, having a different the company IP. to make the game. I wouldn't e- I wouldn't even do that. I would have the company make other Half-Life games to build up what a Half-Life free would be to like sort of make up the information well, that, to what Half-Life 3 would well, be. Well, that might even be part of so Half-Life. So it sets expectations. Well, is that might even be part of Half-Life Alex, the new VR one. And if they mm. did another kind of side Half-Life 3, like another side Half-Life game or two, then what that'll do is by releasing just more Half-Life content, it will kill the hype for Half-Life 3. Not completely, but it will dull it down enough that releasing a game, they just need to release a good or a great game. It doesn't yeah. need to be the game. But as I said, like, if you were to get someone to... If you were to lease out the IP of Half-Life 3 to other companies, they can then make games under the Half-Life brand that could set expectations to what Half-Life 3 would actually be. Instead of having... Since no one has an idea of what Half-Life 3 could be, fucking imaginations are running fucking wild all over the place. But if you were to set up Half-Life 3 via storytelling in these spin-offs, then you can set the public's expectations to be something a little more realistic. And go, okay, this is what the game's sort of setting up. Here's an idea of what Half-Life 3 is going to be to which then that is a image set to which you can go this is what you can look forward to rather than going half-life 3 is going to be fucking you know one for one real life graphics and etc etc with fucking every single time i play it every five minutes i will actually juice my pants that's how good the game is to this is a great game this is a great game and this is what i expected because this like the the extras of the game have built up an expectation the short, the sh- rather than letting them go wild. The short version is they need to make some more, another game or two with the Half-Life license to not kill the hype, but dull it down. Well, no, sorry. if we want to be the serious... Hype, dull the expectation. If we want to be serious, there was a game like... Oh, by the way, Half-Life series is now... The entire Half-Life series is for free until Half-Life Alex is released. So if you haven't played Half-Life 1, 2, or any of that good stuff, I Check fucking it out highly recommend getting on it because it's amazing. Now, it might be a little dated. It is quite old. If, but regardless, if you want to play Half-Life 1, I'd say play Black Mesa. It is a remake of Half-Life 1 in the latest engine, and it is amazing. It is almost one-for-one one what Half-Life 1 was. 
but with updated graphics, updated mechanics, that sort of stuff, it's really great. Just to confirm, Black Mesa is a fan-made one, correct? Yes, Black Mesa was a fan-made uh, project. Fa- project Didn't by Crowbar Collective. Super no, hard. No, you're thinking no. of you're thinking of the other game I'm thinking of, which is um, I think it's Hunt Down the Freeman. Yeah, yeah, it was that one there because I remember. Um, Alex from I Hate Everything was given a uh, voice acting a lot job of, in that game. A lot of YouTubers were given voice acting yeah, jobs. Yeah, and he tore it to shreds. So, Royal Ridius Entertainment managed to get a hold of the IP to able to use the Half-Life you know, license. This is the only game they've made. Mm. And... Is yeah. it any good? No. Ooh. Half-Life fucking... Well, not Half-Life. It's called Hunt Down the Freeman. Is a god-awful piece of shit, like, terribly voice acted, terrible mechanic. Like, it is a fucking goddamn mess. It is... And I'm surprised, like, fucking Valve even let them sell it after this because it straight out, like, tried... So... Mm, so, uh, I see the popular user-defined tags for this uh, game. Female protagonist, walking simulator, Illuminati. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's But promising. yeah, Black, Black Mesa, the game Black Mesa, incredible. 100%, I could not recommend it more enough if you want to get into Half-Life. They have literally just finished the game, from what I hear. Like, uh, because when I played it, they didn't have the Zen levels in it. But now apparently they do have the Zen levels, which is pretty fucking cool. Uh, once again, this is their only game, uh, the Crowbar Collective, and yeah, it's a, it's a fantastic. Uh, I would say remake. Oh, uh, yeah, I would say remake because it's a new engine, uh, same gameplay, same story and stuff, but is fantastic. So yeah, um, and on yeah, that so glowing endorsement. We have been talking at we, you for one and a half hours. Sh- two and a half hours. Uh, actually, two and, two and a half hours. Yeah, we should wrap this up. So We should definitely get what's, wrapped what's, this up. Yeah, we need to record some uh, good old games. So what's going on in the channel, boys? What's what's um, good? Simultaneously uploading, well, was it Star Wars and Code Vein? Yeah, basically everything so we that. were doing last week is still going on. Still doing this week. Nothing new. Oh, if you do want something new, the Fate Extella Link GSSB is finally up after a very long... Uh, very long not- and lengthy court battle with uh, the game developers because they straight up copyright claimed a fucking Grand Phantasm in the video. That's why it took so Normal long to get phantasm. up. It wasn't the fact that I completely forgot we had the footage. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. It's just because the clock is claim. But so yeah. have you, and, uh, I've noticed you've just been kind of catching up on, after we had those audio issues, um, mm-hmm. you've kind of been catching up on stuff because we've had like two or three uploads a day at minimum over the last so couple we of have, days. So we have Pokemon going up. We have Star Wars Fallen Order going up. We have Code Vein going up. We have Valkyria Chronicles going up. And we also have Devil May Cry 5 going up. So lots of games, lots of games. That's a lot of content. That's a lot of... Yeah. That is free That's content. <laughs> what has it been? A year? A year and no donations or plus 50 Sponsorships, subs? Sponsorships, yeah, or subs. 
So why don't you give us a like, give us Shout. a share, tell your friends. Shout us out. Just to confirm oh our, so our uh, script for our podcast, there is a Shield YouTube channel in there. Just, yes. just clearing yeah. that up. It's, does it? Yeah. <laughs> it does. You absolutely, it, it does. Kenny, you Shield absolutely YouTube put channel, that okay. in there. <laughs> Shield YouTube channel, yes. Good old fucking glad I wrote that. Anyway, yep. uh, let's get out of here. we got recording to do. So we'll catch you guys next week. Wait, shit. Yeah, next week. Yeah, next, next week. week. You know, what? we do this thing once a week. Let's let's keep this podcast going to next week. Just don't stop recording. I've got two hundred ninety hours left. Let's go. <laughs> I got one hundred and twenty-one hours left. Let's not do that. All righty then. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. Catch ya.